0: Today is Friday, June 2nd, 2023, and you're listening to the Ask a Christian podcast. I'm your host, Nate. Whoa, This is a pretty long one today. So, happy Pride Month. Guess we missed that yesterday. Uh, this is the month when Jesus uh, Jesus gives the rainbow as a sign to humanity that he won't destroy the earth by water again. That's that's what we're celebrating all month? Okay, sweet. Um, so, we talked about that a little bit um, and how everyone does everything but celebrate that um some conspiracy theories which I guess are not if we people like fly over and they're like oh that's a giant underground bunker they're building so I mean I guess it's not really that conspiratorial to think that if that is happening anyway so underground secret secret layers of the rich um the LGBT flag on the set of the chosen I did not know that apparently I'm the only one who didn't so what do we think about that is that cool is that not cool I don't know let's talk I do know, but you got to listen. Anti-LGBT Florida bills, Florida laws. What does that really mean? Is it anti-LGBT bills? No. It actually says you can't show lewd uh, lewd behavior or nudity to children. And for some reason, the LGBTQIA plus peace be upon them community has taken that as anti-LGBT laws. um, And given travel warnings to stay away from Florida because it's too dangerous. Um, So... What it actually says is you can have your pride parades, parades, just don't be lewd or show nudity to children. And because apparently they can't say that won't happen, they have to cancel the parades. So, yeah. And then, here, here's, the, here's the head on the nail. Alright, here's the kicker. You guys ready? Take a breath. Was Jesus trans? Alright, I'll just let you think about that for a minute. Um, yep, that's a discussion. It's a really long discussion we have. Um, It's answered in about the first 30 seconds, but it's still a long discussion and uh, interesting. So welcome, uh, Steph, and guest Albie who shows up later. It's always a pleasure to have them around. Check out the Ask a Christian book on Amazon. Uh, See how we encourage people to have civil discussions with people who may be a little bit less than civil. And check out the Ask a Christian store. Grab a t-shirt. Support the podcast uh, if you'd like. You can also click on the donate link and just send us some straight up support to keep us going and paying some bills for this podcast. It is not free. I appreciate that. And you can support this work and sharing the gospel to people on the internet and answering questions about Christianity from a biblical Christian perspective. Uh, please share these links on social media and we'll see you later. Well, apparently um, my, my conservative rabbi friend is, is in a tizzy. He lives in uh, Jerusalem. And I guess they're trying to have like a big pride thing there. And uh, a lot of people in Jerusalem are unhappy. Um, Go figure. But, you know, not maybe for exactly the reason you'd think. Like, they're like, hey, hey, you want to do that stuff? Great. Go to Tel Aviv. Do all the crazy stuff there you want. But leave Jerusalem alone. You know, because that's a holy city for, you know, major religions and stuff like that. Um, So it's not just like they're like, no, it's all bad. They're like, no, no, just do it in Tel Aviv. Like, go that way and do it. Um, so I guess they're having uh, Pride Month issues in Jerusalem. No? All right, let's pick another topic. All right, um, let's see.
1: The less we talk about anything having to
2: do with June, the better.
0: Oh, should I change my PTR? I was about to say Happy Pride Month. Uh, You know, when I guess God celebrates his covenant to never wipe the Earth away again by water.
1: Oh, see now is you're going to summon by that? Lou. Now you're going to summon Lou the troll, and he's going to come in here and he's going to be like, "We need to retake the rainbow," and he's going to give us this whole plan about how to retake the rainbow.
0: Well, target struck home. So uh, my my mother was telling me yesterday, uh, one of her friends is like three degrees away, but like one of my mom's friends' daughters, bought her daughter who's like a kid. Uh, a, a nice new pretty rainbow swimsuit from Target. Like, apparently, they've had their head in the sand. Um, so, like, not rainbow. Like, like, you know, they're, like, Christians and stuff like that, or, like, supposed to be. But, like, they've had their head in the sand and don't know anything about this Target stuff. So, you know, they, they just bought this, like, rainbow-esque. I mean, I don't, I don't think it was, like, a full-on, like, rainbow pride month. It was just, like, had the colors of the rainbow. Anyway, so they were happy. She bought this for her little daughter, brought it home, and she's like, Mommy, something's wrong with this. She, like, came out, and there's, like, apparently this huge flap hanging down from where you know, the nether regions are. And the mom was like puzzled and tried to like, you know, fi- figure it out and fix it. And she took off the swimsuit and there was like instructions in there. It was one of the tucking pouch swimsuits for that. So uh, <laughs> anyways, I'm like, wow, even in like small town USA, there it is. They got a tucking swimsuit for their daughter, who uh, apparently was an actual daughter and didn't need to tuck.
1: Well, like, so, um, what? what did this lady say
0: about this was she just like completely like huh oh yeah and then she like called my mom's friend who is her mom and uh she's like what the heck is this what the heck and she's like oh yeah you didn't know about this like yeah target's like got tucking swimsuits now (laughs) so yeah she was completely oblivious so she took it back and i guess you know took it back i don't know if she exchanged it or got a refund or what but No. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, apparently, Zuckerberg is building like uh, lots of secret underground underground layers in Hawaii. Want to talk about that? That's a third topic.
1: What?
0: Let me know when one bites. Oh. Okay. All right. Get your tinfoil on.
1: I mean, I Bro. guess it doesn't require
0: tinfoil. Like, I guess someone was just taking a bunch of like aerial photos and like um, talking to like construction people and stuff around like is it Kau- Kauai, Hawaii, or Kauai or whatever. Kauai the is one of
1: the islands. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, like, around that, and, um, yeah, apparently, like, him and a lot of his, like, rich friends are building, like, you know, super underground, like, in the mountain layers, like, something you'd see out of, like, James Bond, (laughs) um, where they've got, like, submarine bases so they can, like, get on submarines under the mountain and, like, take it out to wherever their yachts are so people can't, like, see them, like, coming or going and stuff like that, and uh, apparently there's, like, high-tech drones because they're, like becoming untrusting of, like, human security forces. So, like, hmm, if you're so untrusting of human security, is that because you, you think you're going to do something so, like, vile that humans are going to turn against you, so you have to, like, put your faith in just the robots?
1: Hmm. Did you see that the military was testing a new... the Air Force, so this is, this is good for Marquis. He can comment on that. See, I told you Lookup would come. All you had to say was take back the rainbow flag and lift up his shirt. So, um, Marquis, this is for you. The Air Force was testing a new AI strike drone. And the AI is learning, doing its thing. And then the operator of the drone is, you know, giving the drone orders told the drone that uh, it was not to hit the target. And the drone basically was like, wait a minute, I need to hit the target, so how do I fix this? So the drone missiled the operator. Skynet style. This is all simulation, of course, but like...
0: That is... I want to say awesome, but that's probably the wrong word to use. But like awesome bad, not awesome good. Yeah, the Air Force, awesome, Force like general we do what was we like, told you all.
1: The Air Force General was like AI is one hundred percent way too dangerous to have weapons.
3: That'd be the one probably one of the few times in the movies where you agree with the old general who who just happens to not want to blow everything up. That's rare, you know. Um, but yeah, no, that's gonna be that's gonna be stupid. That's gonna be super stupid. That's somebody trying to Let me, if I can be frank, that's somebody trying to earn a star. That's, that's, that's a three star or a two star trying to earn that next star by doing something that, quote, you know, in, in the verbiage of, of Air Force vernacular, you know, impacts the global reach, um, and expressible dominance of, uh, American powers and interests, et cetera, et cetera. They're basically trying to show, them contributing something that drastically overhauls and impacts in some major degree. Air Force history, that's nuts and stupid. That's a very stupid idea. I am always for a human being pushing the button or sitting in the seat. I think about as AI as you can get is having the unmanned drone. That's about as automated as you can get simply because a uh, uh, uh Uh, The analysis of, you know, figuring out what uh, casualty count, if casualty count or what collateral damage, I should say to be more general, what collateral damage is going to be acceptable in terms of figuring out what a target is. There's no way to program that because there will always be unknown variables. There may be one more child in the village on that day than what maybe a, a, a we, you know, some, some actual human being would be comfortable with, according to uh, data, or maybe one less child, you know, that day in the village that says that the AI is going to say, oh, this is acceptable collateral. And a person would go, no, it's more nuanced than just the presence or absence of this single non-adult human being that's present in the village that day. It's going to be very nuanced and trying to program an AI to make those decisions when there are infinite inexpressible number of possibilities that goes into if and when and how you press the button and in what manner and how many times you press that button. That's stupid. Like whoever came up with that is like star hunting or promotion hunting. That's well, isn't that, this
0: the that bad, bad. Isn't this the plot for, like, the last Avengers movie? Like, they try to show, like, this new weapon system and test it, and it goes wrong, and then Iron Man has to, like, come stop it or something?
3: Yeah, that's going to be Age of Ultron. Yeah.
0: (laughs) How how that happened. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Nate, what's your option? I'm going to assume he meant opinion. What's your opinion about the LGBT flag on the choke? What? I knew that was coming up today. I knew that was coming up today. No, on the Chosen set? Like, what? I, I don't know anything about it. Do you? Was it like the set of the Chosen, like the filming? There was like a rainbow flag yeah. around? Yeah, I've never heard of that. It's like Judas and like one of the characters. Of course know. it's Judas.
3: Of course I know. I was like, that's so bad. It's Judas's character. They're like doing laundry by the sea or whatever. And you see like a super small, like one of those handheld, like stick thingy looking, like flags. Um, and it's on set. You don't know whose it is. They didn't come out with like who owned the flag, who placed the flag. But of course, everybody and their grandmama is saying LGBTQIA affirming Jesus, as if the character who plays Jesus was there waving the flag around.
0: So did it actually like make it into like the the show? Was it like an artifact that like no and so It's actually in the show or no? It's 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 oh, a behind then, the scenes shot. It's like a,
3: a candid shot of the actors. Like interacting and preparing for whatever scene it is, and you see it like off to the corner, and yeah, Insta's blowing up about it, in a couple of other places.
0: Oh. You yeah. know, I'd like to, I'd like to give it the benefit of the doubt and think it's some like some person that wanted to like get it in there, so they just kind of had it, hoping no one would notice. And I mean, like if if G says it's the cameraman, I don't know. Maybe he was a cameraman that was hoping to no. get it in there without being noticed. I'll post no? an article
1: they- for you, Nate. There's
0: oh, so they're like, yeah, it's cool, it's fine, don't hate. Like, yeah. they acknowledge and, and affirm it?
1: Yes, and so then... And what, yeah, let me all, see that
0: article.
1: All of the actors are now, this morning, coming out and saying, like, Christians are so hateful, because, you know, the whole cast is not Christian. Like, you know, in fact, I don't think any of the cast is Christian. So, like...
0: Wait, wait, yeah. hang on. Clarify that. So so what? the guy that plays Jesus as Catholic, we, we know that means not Christian. He's not Christian. Christian. But, he, but how many... He literally many the worships the cast, Jesus. Right, right, right. But, but how many of the cast, like, Say at least say they're Christian. Like, are some that are like, "No, I'm an atheist. I'm here for a paycheck." Like, yeah. like what? Wh- who is actually a Christian versus you know who? Who at least will? Well, I don't have they're that
1: deep of a dive, bro. But like, th- none of them go to church. So I mean, I you thought know.
0: that. Wait, are we saying like a Catholic church is still like a church, even if you think it's a false church or a wrong church? Like, do you still qualify that as a church? It's hard no. to read between the lines with you because you're like, they're not a Christian, and then it's like. Wait, they're like a pastor, they're ordained? Like, it's like, oh, they're a Unitarian, which makes them not a true Christian. Why is you basically act like they're, they're a complete atheist? So then when they identify yes, as a
1: Yes, Unitarians are Jesus. atheists.
0: Well, right. But, but then when you go to, to a Unitarian, you're like, hey, bro, you're an atheist. Okay, let me tell you about Jesus. They're like, what? I know all about Jesus. You know, but, but he is not the father. I'm like, oh, what? They're like, oh, Chris said you're not a Christian. Like, oh, I, I get it now. He meant you're not a true Christian because you're a Unitarian.
1: Yeah, or a Mormon. Some of them are Mormon.
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, so can you can can you fairly sum up the sum up the article? How did I not know this?
1: So I'll send. So so the article that actually talks about who the Steadicam operator is and gives his name and a full history of him and his husband, et cetera, et cetera oh. and shows multiple other pictures of the dude on the set of the Chosen. Oh. No one's picking that up because they're saying that you know, protestia is outing the guy, blah, 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 blah.
0: Well, there you have it. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so, and and, okay. So the camera guy who has a husband, um, yeah, I I mean, I I guess like goodness, I want to be generous and say like if the people in charge, which I mean, a cameraman and your employee, like, you know, how far up the ladder, like, if they somehow had their head under a rock into all this, and they're like, no, we didn't ask if he was married. We didn't ask if he was gay. Like, we didn't know any of that. He put a flag up, and now we're melting down. Um, then I'd say, well, that sucks. Fix the problem. Um, yeah, if they're like, no, we not we totally. Okay, so if they're like, yeah, we hired him. We totally know he's gay, and, you know, he waved his flag, and we're cool with that, and don't be a bigot. I'd say, well, that's anti-biblical, and you, I probably will not support your show anymore. <laughs>
1: so it's exactly, Normally, exactly the, second what the second one
0: okay it's exactly the
3: same so i gotta see the article the one that i saw the post that i saw they said that you know um that they 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 basically reposted a statement that they shared where you know the the content that they're putting out you know uh is chiefly centered on reflecting an accurate and authentic jesus according to the bible that these ideas do not reflect the individual um you know, kind of like those statements, it doesn't reflect the individual beliefs or a I'm position like the of the cast members or whatever. Neither do the cast members' individual positions reflect, you know, the position of the studio and the vision of blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, you know, said, look at the, the the thing I didn't care for is it said, look at the message and not the messenger because we'll always disappoint you. And the, the person who reposted Shit. that, they accurately stated that. Um, yeah, that sounds good. Except in situations where the messenger is supposedly reflecting the authenticity of the message, because there's a certain expectation you'd have of said messenger delivering certain messages. That is reasonable.
0: So I'm like, hey. nah, I get that too. Chris, is can you it? post that article in? Uh, in can you post that article in the the chat for everyone to click on? I, I can't do it right now. I'm I'm in the middle of a Fortnite. I already did. Uh, yeah. But, Oh, thanks. Yeah, Vic. You said you were in the middle of a oh. Fortnite battle? That is correct.
2: Yeah, I was saying, like, what what is that? Is that, like, the rainbow is supposed to be uh, a symbol of promise from God, right? And now, like, we are abstaining from rainbows because of um, what it symbolizes in the world.
4: Facts.
0: Well, yeah, I, I mean... I'm not a really colorful person anyway, so you know I've I've never been one into rainbows or tie dye, um, but for those who like color, take that thing back. Um, myself, I'm more monochrome, black and gray. <laughs> oh, that's telling. Uh, but, anyway, go read the article. Well, well, well Chris, um, well, yeah. What about the the guy that's like on all the interviews, like the main the main producer or the main guy doing it? Dallas Jenkins. Yeah, like is he a Christian or a Mormon?
1: so he's a standard even jellyfish. he's getting a lot of money from the mormon church when he stupidly does interviews with other christian reporters they will invariably ask him do you think mormons are christian and so because he doesn't want to lose his funding for the show he will dissemble and be like yeah mormons are you know within their tradition and just say yeah. everything except mormons are christians but getting as close to the that he possibly could without spiking his funding
0: well i mean i guess the point either way it's like you know i mean we could like agree with muslims on this point it's like as far as the lgbtq stuff um i mean you would think you know true christian or not like muslim mormon like anyone would be like no we don't want that on our set that's against our our sincerely held religious beliefs get that you know fix this problem like you would think even mormons would you know take care of that issue so was the cast and crew, like, outweighing the Mormon donations? They're like, no, no, Mormons, don't hate. Don't hate. Welcome, CEO. What's up? But, but then you had the Dodgers uh,
3: situation where the Catholics, a lot of the Dodgers fans who expressed, um, you know, as, ascription to a Catholicism were very upset about the, like, Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence that did yeah. their, like, Jesus-shaming thing. And that was Catholicism, so you'd expect maybe even the the Catholics on set to not be too happy about what's going on.
5: I think the bottom line is you can't discriminate based on uh, sexuality preferences.
0: Yeah, what is it? A- is a protected class? I know it's like sex, gender, uh, like it disability. Is it is sex? It sex it, it, wait. Is is or is orientation a federally protected class? Yes, it is. But but then how would um, but it wouldn't. That wouldn't be discriminating because you're still letting them be employed. So it's an, it would be even if that is a protected class, that's discrimination. Meaning you can't hire or fire based on that. But you could say no. Uh, you, you know, you could be whatever you want. That's why you have a job. So we're not discriminating, but you know, keep that flag out of our Jesus set. It would
1: be creating a
0: hostile work environment is what they could argue. So it gets very hairy. It's not a church. Well, if it's a church, then you can, uh, th- then you can, um, you know, then you can, which is probably hot. why C- uh, Chick-fil-A just hired their diversity of whatever, DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion manager that everyone's freaking out about. But crap, what was the point I was actually going to make? Yeah, I mean, I guess then you could say you could try to do what Chris said that Dallas Dude's doing and being like evangelic fish and just like kind of doing as much as you can, but not rocking the boat so much to, you know, cause real problems. Or you could say, let justice be done, may the heavens fall and just let everything burn. And Nate, to that
3: point, it also depends on how insulated they are as an institution, the company, I mean, because there are companies all across the country and the world that will put something out like, hey. You know, we're not going to tell you what you can and can't believe. But when you uh, uh, when you are presented to the public as, quote unquote, ambassadors in some sense of this company, you need to present yourself in a way that aligns with our company's values primarily, which is why schools won't allow chill uh, uh, athletes to engage in. Things which are legal in certain areas, you know, or or, or wear marijuana uh, paraphernalia, that kind of thing, because it doesn't align with the school's values or what they want to promote as their public image, even though they don't necessarily care if, if, you know, that person is doing A, B or C in their own time, they can have certain legal verbiage which insulates the company for its value. So it depends on how committed the company is, is what it comes down to. You are correct, but it has to be proactive. If they did that at the beginning, that's you're correct, true. That's true. Boss. A- yeah, because they're going to get blowback if they come out with a statement saying something to that effect. Now, yeah, that's going to blow up in their face.
0: Hmm. I'm looking through the article now. Well, welcome, Michael. Welcome to the quagmire you have found yourself in.
5: Oh,
6: Pride Month. (laughs) The month where so many people get so ruffled and absolutely nothing. There's absolutely nothing to worry about in any way, shape, or form.
0: Now, to be fair, other people get, like, lose their mind if you go outside an abortion clinic and hold a sign that says, we like life. Just saying, people will lose their
6: crap. Oh, feathers will ruffle on, on every side of every fence. Yes, of course. Uh, it would be it would be foolish to to suggest that they don't um but you know it's like there there you know here's uh here's here 's my uh prediction my my prophecy if you will Nate, um during the month of June there will be no demonstration anywhere that makes anyone straight become gay because that 's not a thing um it you know it's you know and uh, but it's it's funny. I, I do, I do agree with some of the things that are that are said. I think that com- I think that you know companies should have the right you know to do as they choose. Right? Uh, Chick Fil A recently came to Canada. Uh, there's only a couple, and I took part. To get- uh, no, I took part in one of the protests. I'll never darken their door. Um, are you serious? Not even trying? Not even to no, tempt you no. a little bit with a devil's chicken? No, not at Not not in the least. Um, I did. Chick Fil A just went a totally protest.
1: woke. <clears throat> so yeah. they're not considered a Christian company anymore.
6: yeah, I, I, I'll still never darken a door of their one of their establishments. Um, and, you know but I, I think consumers you know and, and this is true again on both sides right if if there is a company that is um, promoting something that doesn't align with your values, you won't shop there um, and, and, and that is true of both sides and you know it's like if you don't want to go to, you know, X place because they do things that don't lie with your Y values. Cool. Don't do it. Right. Um, I, I don't see a big problem w- with that. I also don't see a problem with, with people speaking out for what they, you know, believe in. It's when, um, you know, it's when that influence, you know, tries to go to the next level and, you know, and pass pass laws, Right, that that uh, impede an, an individual's right. It, it's it's reminiscent of this kind of um, one of the most just kind of r- ridiculously ironic uh, pieces of conservative culture is or seemingly convert- uh, conservative culture is that you know don't tread on me flag, right. Um, you know, because all these people, you know, who, who don't want, you know, government, and you know, incursion on things and they don't want to be told what to do. But there really should be an asterisk on that flag. It's like, don't tread on me, but you need to be OK if I tread on you just a smidge. Um, because and, 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 therein lies, and therein lies the irony, right? Because I don't want to be told what to do, but I'm going to tell you what I think is right for you to do.
0: It's, I, I mean, I... it's hysterical. Well, I mean, I think we just have to like get all these people. I mean, I want to say in, in camps, but that may be going away. we don't want to go. We would have to put them in teams or organize them because you, know, you you can certainly find the specific group of people who are hypocrites and who are, as you say, on both sides of the aisle. Even the ones that don't say don't tread on me. That's what they mean um, if they're not from the conservative side. But I, I think you'll find a, a bigger camp of of like the ones that really mean that they're like, look. I won't, I won't push my laws on you. I won't petition my government for whatever laws that I think you should follow. I won't do that. And in return, you know, stay out of my checkbook, stay out of my kids, you know, like to uh, education. Teach the base. I, I don't know. I, I think, I just think the bigger group, if you all set them down and it's like, okay, who doesn't want to be traded on, but who wants to trade on people a little bit, that would be a smaller group than the ones that are like, okay, if, that, if that's the choice, Legitimately, no. Do let your freak flag fly. You guys be you. Do whatever you want. Just keep it out of my child's face, and we'll be great. Um, I, I think that would get a larger group. I mean, that would be where I would. That would be probably where I would go most times. Right. You know,
3: and most conservatives in America are going to be of some persuasion of I don't agree with this, but whatever you do is on you because I'm not in your house. I'm not in your bedroom. I'm not you. So. Whatever works for you, I just don't agree with it. And I don't want anybody to make me feel crazy for not agreeing with it or forcing me or my children to accept what I don't agree with. Or That sort of.
6: The, the, that's that's some <laughs> tremendous forward thinking. So then, is it possible? Is apostle? Is it? Is a marquee? Is, is it fair to assume then that you completely support uh, same sex marriage and and that uh, same sex couples should have all the rights of? of uh,
1: no, because couples? that's
6: adding no, something. No, that's not what I all. Mean yet, Chris, I didn't ask you yet, Chris. Apostle. No,
3: Michael. So yeah, that no, I I don't agree with it. I think it it's wrong. I think it goes against uh, antithetically what scripture stands for,
6: but. Are, are you people aware you're going to do directly what they're going to do, whether I, think
3: it's, whether I think that's the case or not?
6: Right. Are you aware so, that you just directly contradicted yourself?
0: No, I didn't. No, he didn't.
6: So, what uh, I said was. Wait,
0: he's basically saying you can do it, but he doesn't support it. He doesn't agree with it. Oh, him, but if you want to do a thing, oh, do it.
6: Yeah, yeah. So well, I, that, that's, that's fine. Not that's what fine. That is so, so,
0: well, okay. there's like four people talking. <laughs> Apostle, what did you actually say? Okay, so. When he first
3: asked me or or when the first uh, when the first situation came up, my 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 um, contribution is that I think most conservatives are going to fall in the in the persuasion or be of the persuasion that I don't agree with X, but X doesn't affect me because I'm not going to do X. And as long as X doesn't affect me, I don't much care because people are going to do what they want to do. And so that's. That's what I'm communicating, that I don't agree um, in same-sex marriage. I don't. I think it contradicts the Bible antithetically. I don't agree in tra- uh, grief, um, with transgenderism, right? I think it's absurd. But people are going to do what they're going to do. And as long as it's not pushed upon me, my family, my children, in a manner where now we are subject, uh, subjected or relegated to having to agree with that statement, you know, quote unquote or else or caveat or else, you know, then I don't care what other people do because people are going to do what, other, what they want to do regardless. Like people were gay and in homosexual relationships before they made it legal to marry. So the legality of the marriage, while it's not something that I support, doesn't ultimately affect me. What affects me is if there is an agenda to push that um, on my children, or in a manner that affects me. If that makes sense,
6: it it does. Okay, so okay, so what you just said, and I appreciate the clarification. It does, it does make sense. But okay, so okay, so then for further clarification, so you, so you don't agree with, you know, same-sex marriage uh which which is which is fine like you like no one has the capacity to influence your psychological state right like they, they just don't right No one can make you agree with something you don't agree with. that's just not a possibility. Um, you can disagree with it right and you can still like 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 for example, I, I think you would you know it's like if I were a US citizen, i would not own a gun i don't like guns right but i don't think it would be my place and and so i would not quote unquote agree with the second amendment because i think it's ridiculous but that wouldn't that, that wouldn't have a bearing on my life not having a gun in my house so it so so in the same respect you cannot agree with what a same-sex couple does that doesn't impact you it like like no one is going to force you to have homosexual relations with someone never is gonna happen (sighs) right a straight person doesn't want have to have sex with you just like you don't want to have a like a gay person doesn't want to have sex with a straight person in the same way a straight person doesn't want to have sex with a gay person it's not a thing Hang on. It's not a thing. Wow. So I'd like to many fellas. So okay.
0: I, let's tie up some loose ends. We, we've got a lot. Okay. So first of all, um, I, as a straight person, would, um, like, I guess, it, are, are you saying this isn't the main point I want to make. But as a straight dude, there are plenty of, like, you know, what you may call very attractive lesbians who I'd be like, yeah, they're hot. I don't care if they're into dudes or not. Um, I, I wouldn't mind hooking up with them. Just, I don't know if that's what you were making, but just to just to defeat that real quick. This is so hypothetically, exactly. so you
1: don't get in trouble, Nate. Right?
0: Yes, I, I love you, honey. This is hypothetically. Um, if I was, you know, a godless heathen who didn't care about premarital sex or anything like that. But anyways, um, yeah. May so just to put real. That. But, but, but but then, Michael, you said uh, I, I guess the reason you would never darken Chick Fil A's door is because of their conservative social positions. But that makes me wonder, like, if you're more of a white knight than the people who are more affected by these policies even though as you just said they're not but um because when new york uh, got its first chick-fil-a there was like lgbt people lined up around the block and there were some like you know calling them i guess not true gay people even though they're like yeah i hooked up with a dude last night i guess they were the wrong kind of lgbt because there were like tons of them waiting in line for chick-fil-a they're like i don't care about the politics i like their food i want their food (laughs) so even if a lot of the lgbt people maybe they don't support chick-fil-a like philosophically but they certainly give them the money because they want their food. Um, that just find, I find it interesting that you would be like, I'm not doing that, even though a lot of the crowd who who claim to have a problem with them do it, and they're like, yeah, they suck as people, but their food's really good. And then the last thing I'll say is, everyone who hates the Second Amendment and guns says that until they go shoot one. <laughs> then they sign the paperwork
6: and go buy one. Just saying. Okay, carry on. Yeah, yeah no, and, and I think, like like I said, if you, like, if someone who is a member of the LGBT community wants to go to Chick-fil-A, fine. Fill your boots. Don't care, right? It's in my personal stance that I would not do that because it doesn't al- align with my values.
0: I understand uh, well, Chris was saying talking about all your fallacies you made. Chris, would you like to revisit so,
6: that? I'm going to ask you to call the fallacies out by name, so be careful. So
1: here's the thing, is that what you were doing was burning down a straw man by simply saying that, you know, what people are are advocating for um, is that, you know, they're, they're protesting against, quote-unquote, gay people, because they think that, you know, by gay people being more uh vocal that is going to turn straight people gay and all this other stuff that has never been the argument
6: oh okay? interesting so then why don't you want to have drag shows in schools
0: oh that is a huge category shift
1: right no, no so that's a huge it's... category shift but again but again okay, what okay why don't you want to have same-sex
0: education in schools
1: okay, so, forget so my, to the point
3: okay, uh, to the to my original point because now it's starting to affect So if, so if my kids were publicly schooled, they're homeschooled, but if my kids were in public school and there was a drag show or, um, LGBTQ plus, you know, some type of that education or whatever, now it's affecting my life and my children's life. So again, how's it it doing that? How? Because they are directly exposed to something that I wouldn't have wanted them to be exposed to.
6: Okay. Your 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 kids get exposed to stuff you probably don't want them to get exposed to all the time. That's that's irrelevant.
1: No, it's not. So can we can we put like strippers in elementary schools? Is that cool?
6: Oh, and you want to talk about category shifts? Come on.
1: I mean, no. Okay, so no. Let's.
6: Let's let's make it a little bit more relevant. You, you okay. Think, you think strippers are the same as as someone who's who's a member of the LGBT community?
1: No, but you said drag. You said drag. You said drag shows, shows at first, right? Oh yeah. So, yeah.
6: What's right? And, what's and the do, difference and between a drag
1: queen wearing okay. lewd and and whatever outfits and doing lap dances on school children, which there's actual video of? I'd love to see for, it. Uh, okay. Oh, sure. Somebody
0: hold Get the leg, please. Nice <laughs> video. Yeah. Like, did you did you not hear about like all the oh, God, yeah, I mean, this is this is this is
1: is, so this is Michael living in his bubble, never coming out and consuming media that goes against his preconceived notions. And and Michael, this happens to you a lot. and It's not a criticism of you. You do live in a a liberal bubble. And what happens is we tell you about North Northam who was the governor of Virginia who talked about infanticide and you said it didn't happen. And then we presented you with all of the articles where he doubled and tripled down and you, you were your response was, well, I would be against that too. Yeah. But the larger point is that this, these are things that are happening and it's just because you're in your, you're in your insulated bubble where your keepers are not going to allow you to consume this media. That's the problem.
0: Well, that's mm-hmm. like speaking of Pride Month and all, all like in Florida, right? Like you may have heard, Michael, how, you know, Florida's got all these like NAACP warnings. If you're black, if you're brown, if you're LGBT, which I'm AOC still not warnings. understanding, by the way, I, I'm about to break it down. So they will say it's because Florida is full of white supremacists and uh, full of anti LGBT people. Meanwhile, all the people issuing the warnings live in Florida. They have beach homes. They're walking on the beach. They're enjoying like gay nightlife. Like it's all, it's incredibly hypocritical, but they're saying stay away, black and Brown and people of color and LGBT people. Cause Ford is too bad, just not for them because it's so full of hate. And the reason they're basing that uh, Marquise, the reason they're saying that is because a lot of the LGBT uh, people have canceled their pride month parades and like Tampa and Miami and like these big cities in Florida or Orlando, maybe, I don't know about Orlando, but they've, they've canceled all these pride celebrations. Um, because they say of the hate bills the governor signed into law. Well, what DeSantis actually signed into law was it was a a reissuance of a former law about like nude and lewd public behavior. So they updated it and said basically it, it was nothing against the LGBT people. It wasn't identified. But what it did say in the law was you can't have public displays of nude or lewd behavior around children. Around children. Um, I don't even think it was for adults. It was around children's.
3: Which which was specifically so, targeted. Well, hang, for the hang on, series. hang on,
0: yeah, right, right, right. So, uh, right, so because of that, now they're saying it's a hate bill against LGBT people, and they've canceled their parades. Which the implication is they can't just modify their parades. Like if they can't have nude or lewd behavior around children, and they can't say that won't happen, that means I guess they can't have a parade. So it's like, how can you? How do you have to cancel your whole Pride Month parades? Because the only stipulation is you can't have nude or lewd behavior around children, and if you can't manage that, then I guess you probably should cancel it. Anyway, that's that's the whole thing around Florida right now.
5: Yeah, I just wanted to say real quick um, a point and a question first. If you but, were well, hey, hey, happen- can,
0: can can Michael respond real quick? I, want- I was okay. laying that out for him. Michael, have you heard
6: anything about that?
1: I think he's probably
6: still flabbergasted by the video I just sent uh, I haven't watched the video. I actually just did a quick Google search myself. Um, I haven't actually clicked on any of the videos yet because I was trying to do two things at the same time. um so I'll look at your hang on it's only like fifteen seconds and Nate, the only no, the video. only the only thing I have from you, Chris, is still this thing you sent a couple of days ago. It hasn't come through yet. no, it's in the chat it's in the chat. Oh, okay. I never look at the chat. Um, okay, I'll go there in a second. Um, so I think one of the reasons why uh, people, members of the LGBT community in Florida are pensive about uh, about expressing their views is um, Pulse Nightclub. Um,
7: yes, that was multiple,
6: a CB. yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It, 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 it was, it was done by, it was done by a, a religious extremist
1: it was done by a right? Muslim terrorist.
6: It was done by a religious extremist who had the same views about a different God. So are God you saying,
1: you... so are you saying that Muslim terrorists are the same as Christian nationalists and we should round up all the Christian nationalists and put them in little camps? Is that what you're trying so, to say right now?
6: So no, cause I don't use the term Christian nationalists, right? Um, <laughs> so <laughs> Right. Remember, we have a deal. Um, so, no, I don't want I, I to see I don't want to see I don't want to see any of all group, any of any group, you know, rounded up and put in and put into camps. No, what I want is for just equality and equity. Do your thing. Don't hurt other people. And, and, and that's fine. Like You can have your. You can have your, your, your religious views, right? It like in, so I think, you know, okay, so you want to have your religious views, believe whatever it is you want to believe. Believe that Leviticus 18 and Leviticus 20 are, are totally the way it is and the way God wants it to be and everything else like that. And if what you think is true is actually true, then then they're going to get what's coming to them in the end anyway. You don't have to speed them on their way to eternal damnation. Well, but no one. Wait, said no one that. here is doing that. No, yeah. I, no, no, no. But Chris is the one who made the who made the comparison between, you know, between, uh, you know, someone who's a Muslim religious extremist and someone who's a Christian. No, no, no. Extremist.
1: You made you implied the same. You said I said they're a Muslim terrorist. You corrected me and said they were a religious extremist. Yes, the they are. The implication being were. the implication being that there is no difference between christians and muslims and that christians would similarly go in and shoot up a nightclub that is the implication you were making
6: no i don't think if that, that, that
1: is not calls. the implication you were making then i am sorry for mischaracterizing
8: can you guys yeah, I, go I, back I, to the the kids um giving dollars to the strippers is that still a thing i mean i feel like i feel like uh Michael's trying to change the conversation
1: yeah, I mean, I, I, oh, no,
6: I wasn't trying to I wasn't trying to change it. Hang on. I, I'm going to go do what I never do. And well, to
1: the I chat. guess, Michael, I guess the next question is just going to be, what is the phenomena of social contagion? And what has the role of academia recently been with this idea of social contagion? Hey,
3: Chris, before Are you, you go that many... before you go that route, I just wanted to respond to something Michael asked me a while back, because I'm going to have to get off and go into the go into the office in a second. Uh, so, Michael, to your point, um uh, you, you, you were asking about, you know, what is the problem with having that kind of education or maybe drag shows in the, in the uh, well, you started off with drag shows and then you changed it to like sort of LGBTQ, et cetera, education in schools. Or so I said, if my children were publicly schooled, that would be something I wouldn't want them exposed to. So point of clarification, it is something I think is inappropriate to expose children to generally, just not mine, not just mine. But children generally, and I mean, literally, if you look at movies, they're PG-13 for suggested suggestive language, right? Language that sort of winks or refers to maybe something that's a bit sexual. So suggestive language as opposed to full-on drag show, guys walking around in like a black Speedo and leather and a wig and lipstick and shaking his butt. Or upside down on a pole in front of second graders, right? There are videos for that. That's something I can easily qualify. You got the video link in the chat for those kinds of things. And also, period. It's not my my five year old who will be six in like the uh, uh, next week, right? I don't want my five year old girl having conversations about sexuality at five. That's 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 ridiculous to me. So when I say it impacts my life and my children and it's a situation where if you don't agree with this, then you're in the wrong or agree with this and accept this or else when you put it in the educational system and now it's being forced upon children apart from parental consent. Right. Uh, Or it's being put in books in children's section. I mean, there's Infinite, I won't say infinite, but there's plenty of videos that are talking about uh, uh, children's books in school libraries or public libraries and children's sections where LGBTQ, etc., cetera, um, sexual acts, literally like child pornography. You got teenagers or underage children who are experimenting with all men of sexually lewd acts, and they're depicting them in animation in the books in the children's section. So that kind of stuff is what we're dealing with here south of the Canadian border. And they're pushing that on children. And that is when it begins to affect me. If that's what you're doing behind, you know, in your in your home, that's what you're doing in your personal life. Okay, I'm going to pray that, that, that God changes your heart. But ultimately, that doesn't affect me. When you start pushing it as an agenda, as a narrative, and injecting it into places that are beyond your personal view, because you feel that that should be something taught to my children or taught to other people's children, then it becomes a problem. Then it becomes don't tread on me during Pride Month, even though I want to tread on your uh, 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 decision to not want this influencing your children. It becomes exactly what you talked about. Don't tread on me because of political correctness. Don't don't be transphobic. Don't be. Uh, homophobic. Don't be any of those things because then you'll get canceled. But I can push this narrative because all of your five-year-old and six-year-old and 10-year-old and 12-year-old children need to know what I think is acceptable, whether they like it or their parents like it or not.
2: Yeah, that's wrong, isn't it? Because especially with the whole um, pro-life or pro-choice, however they like um, go at like defending abortion, um, uh, now they want to go after other people's children who they decided to raise in their own belief system i think that is wrong i think that is um i know what the right word is to like go after something that does not even actually like um,
3: it's called usurping when you when you take something by force that was not directly appointed to you the term
6: is usurp yeah.
2: So, Chris, and, I had a chance Michael, to look
6: at the video that you sent me, and the video appears right. to be, uh, the video th- that you directly sent me appears to be, uh, appears to be a, a a black woman, I can't tell. Um, yeah. Um Yeah, giving a lap dance to, like, this is not a, this is not a child, this is an adolescent.
1: Well, if you read um, the article, it's a, I
6: mean, It looks well, like, it looks like, it looks like a, well, according to the article, it was, says students mm, as young as 14.
1: Yeah, she was a 14-year-old.
6: Okay. Uh, can I, can so I, let me can I, let me ask you a quick wh- question, wh-
1: though. In your practice, if someone, an adult, handed a child, say, nine years old, um, pornography, would that be a cause for getting whatever, CP- well, I guess you are CPS, but I guess, like, would that be a cause for an investigation of that adult?
6: Okay, so... Uh, No, it's not CPS. Here it's CAS. So it's Children's Protective Services versus Children's Aid Society. But you know, different sides of the same. Different sides of the same coin.
1: Sure, sure, sure. Whatever it's called.
6: Yeah. Okay. So, anything. So, what would what it would be viewed? So, what would happen in a situation like that? um, Is the so? Okay. This is. I'm just trying to think of exactly what would happen. Probably not a cupcake and a ribbon. So yeah, so no, I'm just kind of going through the process in my head. So yes. um, So it it would depend on how it came to our attention. Uh, That would be the first because like we so like um,
1: (sighs) For our hypothetical, let's just say a parent called their neighbor handed their
6: nine year old very explicit pornography. Okay, sure. Yeah. Okay. So that's okay. That's good. That helps me fill in some blanks. Okay. Yeah. So in a situation like that, um, there would be uh, there would be a follow up. The first thing that would happen there would be there'd be a phone call um, to inquire about it, to see if there was any uh, truth to it. <clears throat> if the allegation was denied, then um, uh, there'd be a look into the parent's past to see if there was any reason that the person might be. Uh, perhaps lying, uh, it might provoke uh, a site visit, like an unannounced site uh, site visit. Well, here, let me fill um, in
1: more blanks. The neighbor doesn't deny it. The neighbor's like, "No, of course I handed I handed uh, Sally this this material." Okay, and so, yeah, so
6: Okay, so then yeah, that definitely uh, that definitely would provoke uh, a site visit, um, and the site visit would include uh, an interview with uh, the parent. Uh, with the um, child, with the parent and child together. Um, So like individual ones and then uh, separate ones. Uh, And then uh, we'd also want to see the material. Uh, And if the material was, uh, and then there's a bunch of guidelines that are set up. Basically, um, in Canada, there are guidelines for what is uh, appropriate based on age groups. And so we'd look at that, whatever the whatever the uh, information was that was given to the child, to see if that fell within the age-appropriate uh, bracket.
0: Hardcore porn. Like, just think of the worst thing you can imagine. Right, and like, that's whatever. I don't know if
1: Hustler is thing anymore. Like, I remember reading about it in the press. So, like, something really, really objectionable.
6: Yeah. Then, yeah, then, then, then that would definitely... Um... So the first step would be uh, counseling uh, for the parents to help them understand uh, and identify that this isn't age-appropriate, um, for the uh, more further interviews with the child to see um, if, uh, if any and to what degree uh, damage may have been caused by this, um, and then there'd be a, a sliding scale based on what was determined from those different interventions. Well, and then and then and people. then once and then once basically a uh, a file is opened with any child there is a sliding scale of intervention until that child is no longer a child so until they become a, a um an adult But
0: um, so what about the punishment for the neighbor that
6: did it you didn't mention them Right I mean I know you're concerned For the neighbor the like for the, the neighbor that called quiet. them No for the neighbor that gave the kid the porn Oh, sorry. No, okay. No, so, yeah, what I was told. So, so would there be a police to- investigation? <laughs> hey, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. We're, we're,
0: we're, we're going way too down the reeds. Okay, uh, Michael, um, yeah. your neighbor, uh, you're outside, and you firsthand witness this. Your neighbor on your left side uh, goes, and like a nine-year-old girl is standing outside right next to you. Your neighbor on your left side goes outside to your neighbor on your right side, who is this nine-year-old girl, gives her the most disgusting, vile porn you've ever seen. And you witnessed it firsthand. There's no question. What is the legal stuff that typically would happen to the dude that just handed the kid? Okay, so, okay, so I,
6: apo- I, I apologize. I apologize. I thought the story was, I thought that the person giving the person the literature was the parent of that child. I, I didn't know that it was. No, the, no, the,
8: no, it's, no, it's the neighbor. The <laughs> it's okay, the neighbor. all right.
6: I, I misunderstood. So then scrap everything that I just said. Um yeah. So what we do is look at that. So you'd still look at that information, see if it fell into the age appropriate banner, if it fell outside of the age appropriate uh, banner. It, does. it definitely does. Yeah. Everyone then, this scenario area does. Yeah. Then, yeah, then there would be an immediate call to the authorities based on, and then they take over from there and I have no idea what they do. Okay. okay. Wonderful.
0: So, um, Hey, okay. So that's, that's what we were getting at. So I tried to use a, let me Google that for you, but it doesn't show pictures. I checked the link, and it didn't show what it did when I Googled it. So if you really want to know the crux of what we're talking about, like I don't know if Canadia censors you, but I used you know godless Google, and I just typed in uh, – oh, hang on. What did I actually type in? Uh, let me get back there. It was like yeah, – uh, exactly, oh,
6: Yeah, tell me exactly what you typed okay. in. And I'll
0: do I, I Googled part. kids putting dollar bills in drag queen g-strings okay. verbatim. Here kids put dollar bill kids putting dollar bills in drag queens g-string and i could take a screenshot but the first thing that comes up is like pictures and it shows like i don't know a very young child blindfolded getting a striptease in the picture and you i mean all you need to do is just scroll down like there, this is endless and you know it's got i mean it's got christian sources it's got usa today it's got secular sources it's got um you know it's got all kinds of sources but there's pictures too so if you if you have pictures enabled and then you see like kids dressed in drag, like very young kids dressed in drag, um, with in the middle of adults who are cheering them on, putting dra- uh dollars in their costume or whatever. Like, you, I mean, I'm just like scrolling down, it is that's what we're talking about. So instead of like quibbling over the weeds, I'm like, well, what if this, then that, or if this, then that, just all of it. So that's that,
5: like, like it's, it's very difficult that's to what ignore. I know.
0: What's that? Is it challenging?
6: sorry that was very muffled i couldn't hear he's, words, he's trying words. to ask is it child is abuse? It child abuse is that to michael yeah. yeah yeah uh under the under the canadian code for child abuse no it wouldn't qualify I mean, I,
1: in the colloquial version, not like the, I mean, I know you're dealing with a clinical type of thing, but like in the colloquial definition.
6: Um, no. And, and the reason I don't think so is because, um, because so, and again, it's hard for me to separate myself from, from the, from the the professional Hold on. Can you
8: hear me? Yeah, I can hear yeah. yeah, I
6: can hear you better so, now. So
9: so you're saying I could have a party with a bunch of two year olds, put yeah. on a leather outfit and twerk and have them put um dollar bills in my thing. That's totally okay.
6: Are you forcing them to do so? No, no, I totally invited him. I had like nice little balloons and everything. Did their so so if they're two years old, then their par- <laughs> then then their parents also agreed to it?
2: No, apparently I I saw one part of the video where I think it was a parent, someone very close to the children, actually spoke about how they did uh, raise concerns and they they weren't just like very politely saying it. They did have issues with it, but they were like pushed aside and not heard for it. But the thing is, these are children under the age of seven. and, And psychologists used to say that the chemicals in in children's brain up to the age of seven is still being formed, so pushing these things into like children under the age of seven, I feel like that's they they're quite um, not sure what's going on, and so making these things, it's it should be okay. You should accept it. You should be um, you know encouraged into this. I think that is a form of abuse. I I per, I personally just think it's a form of abuse, though.
6: Yeah, so brain formation actually—it's actually much—it's actually much older than that. So our brains aren't fully developed until we're about twenty-five. It's not seven. What's being pushed?
0: Well, uh, hey, well, hang on, a lot of a lot of stuff. But I mean, I, at this point, like, because we we keep going, and I have heard that Victoria and I agree with you, and Michael, I think you may too. I don't remember the terminology, but it's like something, like something significant is set by informed by age seven. Yeah, your brain doesn't completely stop until like 25, which is why they encourage people not to smoke pot as a teenager or even as a young adult because your brain is still forming. So there, there's truth to both of what you're saying. But Michael, I don't remember the terminology, but what Victoria is saying, um, yes, I, I don't know what it's called, but there's something significant that happens by age seven. that is well, well, yeah, I mean, our basic,
6: um, our basic um, but, personalities are formed by about age eight.
0: Well, and, and without going into it too much more because I think we're beating this horse dead. I think it's safe to say that um michael's not going to buy a whole lot of what we're selling so which is kind of like you know the rest of the world so you know there are people who are very much um not want you know have a very strict conservative line on what their kids learn and they want them to be you know the basics the foundations math science reading etc and not a lot of this other stuff and then there are other people that are like no no it's totally fine let's let them have drag queen story time what's the harm if they dress like freaking satan Um, And there are those people that will never agree that it's bad, probably up to and including not you. I'm excluding you from this, Michael, but up to and having sex with children. And they're like, I'm a minor attracted person. Don't call me a pedophile. So there are people like that that will never agree with what you're selling, Chris. Um, So at that point, um, I guess we just have to say, well, that is a irreconcilable difference. And each side will do whatever, you know, is legal and acceptable and necessary to you know, get their way and stop the other side from infringing on them and theirs.
1: Sure. And, and as a citizen, I am going to use every power at my disposal in terms of voting and protesting to keep pedophiles away from children. And I hope, right. Yeah. Maps. I hope we can all agree to at least that. Well yeah, yeah. That's pretty, anyway
6: yeah,
1: that's, that's a pretty low ask yeah it's a pretty low bar, right so so now now let's so what I what I was trying to get at with the reason I was taking you down this road Michael, um, was I posted an article about um, librarians in elementary schools in Virginia that were creating sections for what we would term Pornography like really nasty pornography to elementary school children without permission of parents um, and Specifically putting it on display and the point to the point where when they went to go and do the news story on The actual material they could not show it on TV And so if you click the link and there's dozens of others of all of these things happening There is a push with and i don't know about canadian but at least american school librarians to make sexually explicit material available to younger and younger children and that is where i was going with would there even be a police investigation and your answer seemed to be yes in the in the scenario i gave you which is very close to the scenario of the school librarians giving pornography to eight and nine-year-old children.
6: So, there's a, okay, so there is a difference between, and then I think maybe we need to, maybe, although Nate, it's your choice, maybe do like a, a reset and start fresh.
0: Well, yeah, um, we have DC up here ready to ask a question, yeah. hopefully. So yeah. Last yeah, word so
6: um, I, I think uh, I think there has to be a, a, a determination made, right? Because when you say, uh, like there's a difference between um, forcing something on someone and someone having access to something. Does there have to be? And 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 it 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 sounds like I'm like I'm like I'm being evasive, and I'm really not. But there is this there is this sliding scale, right? At least at least for the laws in Canada, right? Where where there is what is deemed quote unquote age appropriate, and that changes not only by age categories, but as but it breaks down even into as far as individuals, because we all know that everybody ages and matures differently. We know that girls mature faster than boys. Like, we, we, like there are things that we just understand about how people grow and mature in, in age, right? So it's, but, but yeah, I mean, like fundamentally, you know, like going back to the example you gave, should something like Hustler, I think was the, the word, you, you know, the, the, the magazine you referenced, should something like Hustler be made available to nine-year-olds? No, that's incredibly problematic, right? Um, and maybe that's enough.
0: Uh, yeah, and and I would say, you know, when we're trying to prove our case, <laughs> um, anytime we present a scenario, um, age appropriate, it doesn't even need to come up. Like, we automatically mean stuff that would make you and your wife be like, oh crap, we are scarred forever. We are not age appropriate for this. Like, I mean, we automat- automatically mean, you know, the worst of the worst. Cause, I mean, because that's the point we're trying to make. Um, and then we can always walk it back from there instead of being like, well, Anyways, that's that's enough. DC, welcome. What's up, DC? I don't recognize you. Oh, hey, James, too, by the way. What's up, DC?
5: Hey, good morning, everybody. I'm actually just a recently retired school superintendent from Canada. Really can't comment. It sounds like you want to move on anyways, which is fine um but i can't comment on the state's but i can't comment sort of recently over the past 10 years of what's gone on in ontario specifically when it comes to sex ed curriculum and some of the pushback that we've got from some of the more uh fundamental religious uh communities um we've also had a really strong um started with the syrian refugees but um a lot of muslim uh immigrants into ontario over the past decade um and uh, certainly that's also uh, pushed some backlash when it comes to um, sex ed curriculum and what's appropriate and what's age appropriate. But I agree with everything Michael said when it comes to CAS. And Michael, I worked quite a bit with CAS as a school superintendent, and uh, you know, certainly as a partner on some of those cases where uh, those cases did come to our attention, right? Usually it was the teacher who discovered something, whether it would be in a backpack or something in a notebook or something like that, and it would get passed along. But anyways i don't want to t- take up more time because it sounds like you want to move on and i'm fine with that
0: well did you have any uh, other topic to get us moving
5: on to uh actually i'm just sort of in the middle of something here but i i appreciate being on stage and if i can pipe in later that would be great thank you of course uh let's man talk. all these
1: polite oh, comedians
5: welcome Steph. I mean, Good morning. close enough to Canadian. That's that's kind of our, that's we like to think that of ourselves. Sometimes we're not, but we, we do try to be polite. Right, Michael? As polite as possible?
6: Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Except with Chris. Hi. That's true. Oh, Steph, would you mind?
0: <laughs> I oh, bring I'm, it up.
5: Especially with
0: Chris. Especially with Chris. <laughs> Steph, would you mind sending a saint an invite? I, I saw his hand raised. I tried to invite him. Maybe it's not working.
10: Yeah, I'll give it a shot. A lot of times he will uh, and and then take a
0: while Phoenix, Phoenix come, Phoenix, come here. Uh, Phoenix, come I, I was here. wondering about that. Phoenix, come here. Come here. Let me just come mute you so we don't hear inappropriate conversations. No, Phoenix,
4: it's Phoenix, It's the dog. It's just
0: dog. dog. Oh, dog! I thought I, I thought he was saying Sphinx, or is Sphinx the dog's name? Phoenix. I thought He was talking about another like, cat.
11: He was saying Phoenix. Phoenix. His dog. Oh.
0: Phoenix. I didn't know Anyways, conversation. You see, you're splitting hairs. A conversation with him and his beloved animal.
11: Yeah, my um, dog is Phoenix too, as well. No, 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 we were talking
0: no, about no, we your dog. You. Oh, we heard
11: you. You had an open mic.
0: Sorry, <laughs>
4: that's cute. I liked it.
6: I completely forgot what I was going to say. now.
4: Was you were going to about a dog. You
6: were going to ask James if he had anything to say. No, I'm sure. You're going to ask Steph. You're um, going to
1: ask Steph what the oh, um, oh, I know, I know, material I know. in I know. her <laughs> school library is like. <laughs>
0: no, it. it her homeschool right? library no it, it doesn't matter it was a funny point but or, well i thought it was funny oh my god did i just lose it again i had it. oh no i was going to make a comment about whenever people like raise their hand to come from a stage and then like i invite them up and i'm like okay what do you want to say what's up And they're like oh i'm just listening i'm like wait why'd you raise your hand anyways i wonder about people sometimes
10: cool See, that, story, that was not worth
0: remembering. if it was something important i wouldn't have remembered Well, James, what's up? How are you in Phoenix today?
6: Okay. I think he's Wonderful done. with his dog. You scared him off. Um, I'm curious. Wait, if anyone... What? I'm
0: sorry. I said, How are you in Phoenix today?
11: Oh, we're great now. It's a great morning on the nature trails. Got some good coffee in my hand. and I'm I have the
0: know. best suggestion for you ever. You okay. Go to wagware.com and pick up some crocs for your dog <laughs> to take on the nature trails. Oh my gosh, do
6: not. Uh, do not
0: right. start. This. I, I have a discount code for you.
6: Nothing screams liberal cuck like doggy crocs.
0: You know, it's And so then you true. see me with my beard and guns.
12: Crocs must and be like stopped. America. Crocs must be stopped.
0: It looks so ridiculous, 100%. but it is so awesome at the same time. Okay, anyways. Um, Andrus um let's see no i don't have a problem with being called the bride of christ if someone's like hey you got to marry jesus and it's exactly like a like euros romantic relationship i'd be like no i have some i have some problems with that but it's like oh you're collectively part of the church and that is called the bride of christ in the way it's presented like not as a husband and wife like romantically involved at all you may as well substitute bride of christ for potato so we are the potato of christ i mean because like it means, it means the same thing. It's like, what does yeah. bride mean? Not like my wife is my bride, but like we, all of us who are Christians, are collectively one group. We can call that group anything. So let's call it we're the potato of Christ. Or, as the Bible says, the bride of Christ because it's symbolic of a man and a woman who actually, you know, the woman is the bride. So that's why we get that I'm I'm not offended by it. It does hear a little weird, uh, play a little weird on the ears to hear, but with a simple understanding, no, I think we're all fine with that.
1: And Rabbi Um, just showed up, so that's good. And maybe he can give us some ideas about um, first century Jewish wedding customs. Um, That may not be as Ballywick, he probably knows way more about modern jewish wedding customs but... well
0: i guarantee he's not gonna have much to say about the bride of christ uh, but well, andrew well, but can we, respond? Can we talk the about the analogous analogy...
12: properties between potatoes <laughs> and brides then if you're gonna make that state, you're gonna make that
9: <laughs> give me a
1: break and that's hilarious though but like i mean but the serious thing is that the church is always referred to as her like we call the church you know by she and things like, like that. It's like a boat yeah, yeah like a boat, you know, like you refer to a vessel boat' ship, yeah, unless the boat's got pronouns now, I don't know, but um might be <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean that's that's just it's just an anthropomorphism of the idea of the universal church made up of all actual believers.
0: Uh, Care to
12: respond, Andricus? Uh, I just, it always, it was something that I was always uncomfortable with, even as a Christian. Because, just because it's it's drawn as like this, you know, it's an analogy. Uh, You know, husbands love your wives as Christ loves the church. And uh, I'm just wondering specifically, you know, what things that refers to. Well, it Um, says it in
1: the passage. It says, and he gave, as he gave himself as a sacrifice. So it means, basically, in Ephesians chapter 5, which is what you're referring to, um, that husbands are to sacrificially love their wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her, i.e. gave himself up to be crucified for her. And so it, we are to have the same type of sacrificial love as husbands for our wives. Um, so that's just, that's what the analogy is right there. It says it in the actual...
0: Yeah. and and i would say and you know i mean sometimes the best answer is just reading the bible um well, well you said you were uncomfortable because you're a dude being referred to as a bride which yeah. i don't know in 2023 is that kind of sexist i don't know doesn't seem too to pop with modern culture to, uh, it seems yeah, a little man. sexist but yeah. um steph let's get well let's yeah. get a, let's get your take steph so I don't think there's uh, any you're, problem you're, with so, that. so steph you're a bride of your husband Uh, Does that make you feel weird to also be a bride of Christ or do you not see it exactly (laughs) like the same romantic relationship?
10: So when we talk about marriage and marital relationships, there's so much more to it than sex, right? So we can all put on our big boy and big girl pants, which is I think what you implied with Andrakis last time you mentioned this. And think about how this is intimacy. This is comfort. This is, you know, my husband is a comforting presence to me. He's the leader of the family. He's um, you know, he's like the foundation on which our family is built. All this, there are all of these different ways to describe it um, that are not, you know, the way that we would think of romance. So yeah, I have no problem with it. Now I'm not a man, but I feel like if I were, I would understand the type of relationship being described as one that is unique, exclusive, um, mature and whole and comforting and all of those good things. And I don't think I would be very bothered by that. Yeah, yeah like- I, don't,
12: I don't think there's anything wrong necessarily if you are a male to have feelings about not wanting to be referred to as something that's not that. I don't think that and just, just in the same way, that what you guys just brought up, you know, the, the little nudge, nudge, wink, wink towards, you know, sex, gender things going on like, wow, why why, why should that be a problem for you? You think that women can be women, giving a little nod towards that. But I don't have a problem with a person wanting to identify as the gender that they feel. I'm just saying as a male, I didn't appreciate being referred to as something that is, uh, especially in that culture, uh, female. I just didn't
0: well, I understand. God, I, mean, sounds, well, I mean, it sounds. I mean, sounds. I mean, you know, it sounds a little close-minded. I did it again. Just kidding. But, okay. Yes. I mean, I, I. I mean, I. I mean, I think you've. I mean, you've got the answer, right? And I have a feeling like you'll get it from most Christians. Like, you know, i I mean, I sympathize with what you're saying. Like, you know, I don't love being called a bride. It makes me, you know, I have to think about it for a second. If someone's like, "Hey, uh, Nate's a bride," I'm like, oh, "Hang on, let me think through that. Is that some dude on the street saying that? I may have words with him. Oh. It's, uh, you know, Jesus comparing us like in Ephesians to the church. Yeah, I get it. Um, Well, Nate, isn't the important
10: uh, important part thing there? It's not that Nate is the bride and Chris is the bride and Steph is the bride. It's the church is the bride.
0: Right. Yes. I mean, that's kind of like a degree. It's like Kevin Bacon. It's like three degrees of separation. but This is like one. It's like we are. I am Nate. That is Steph. That is Chris. We are Christians. We are members of the church. The church is the bride. So, yeah, I mean, that's a good point, Steph. Like, yeah, so, like, you can say we are the bride as part of a church, but it's not like, you know, there there are, like, two billion brides, like, however many Christians there are. It's like there's one bride, it's the church. The church happens to have, like, a couple billion Christians, but there's not two billion brides. There's one bride. So that's a good point, Steph. So I guess in that case, you should probably consider Christianity again because you were never referred to as a bride. Your organization that you're a part of, the church, the body of Christ, is the bride you are just a member of that body.
12: Yeah, of course I I, I, I know that marriages are about more than sex. I was married for 21 years myself. Of course I realized that. Um, But that's just another very strange concept that I could never wrap my head around was the um, idea that that super fundamental, very deep uh, part of being human was all of a sudden just going to be eradicated in this relationship with this you know with jesus and all the stuff in heaven that, that also confused me it just it, i don't know it feels like sometimes sex is acknowledged as you know being important but it's also kind of like it's not going to be ever just don't don't worry about it so you're not you're not going to have to worry about the awkwardness anymore when we all get to be in heaven so um i don't know just just the just the downplaying well in in a in a religion that is so about gender and gender roles to downplay somebody that has a problem with uh, something being ascribed to them that doesn't fit their chosen gender role, I find that a little bit duplicitous. But
0: that's well, maybe it's there's two there's two, well hang on there's two, there's two things. One is um ah uh, um <laughs> one was the point well, well first of all about like you know the the very strict religious kind of you know demands on sexuality and gender and stuff like that maybe uh is to keep our skit bag of dust and chemicals in line so it's not going to like you know spiritually mess with us in the future when it doesn't matter so i mean maybe that's a reason but i, I think we just had a breakthrough here and w- we completely moved on so it turns out i don't think you're actually being called a bride so can you respond to that so you're 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 well, really not you being called a bride. Because the, the church you're a member of no 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 no, I, I just said it. Did you, did you listen? Like the, the church is the bride. You just were a Christian who went to church. So you, the, the church you were a member of was the bride. You were not the bride. You were a member of the church. That is the bride. So you were never being called a bride. The church was being called a bride. You were crackhead nigga. To Jesus be a was
13: a homosexual,
7: nigga. Wow. Thank you. Thanks for
0: stopping by. <laughs> Let's just put you down to the audience. Peace be with you. Go with Christ, bro. Um, oh, Steph, can you also invite Sean? I, um, who, who I did earlier, but I guess it's not.
10: Yep. not oh, okay.
0: Don't um, yeah. never room. Well, well Andricus, uh yeah, so what do you think about that? If, if you um, never actually were being called a bride, it was just the organization you were a member of that is the bride. What do you think about that? Your whole question goes away.
12: No, not really.
0: No need, no need to feel bad.
12: The individual member of the group being called that would still be, would be completely reasonable to assume that you're being identified as the same as the group.
0: Okay, well, let's move on. Saint, what's up? Oh, wait, Steph, you were going to say
10: something. Oh, I was just going to say, if you read those passages again and consider it like the church as an entity, right? So the way I've always looked at this is that, you know, we have like business entities. So I'm in real estate. So it's like an entity can purchase property and then an entity has property rights, right? But the entity is really just a group of people. I can have four guys come to me and say, we're a partnership, we're an LLC, and we're buying this property. Well, okay, now they're buying it under... Uh, Smith Brothers LLC and now Smith Brothers LLC is a standalone thing that has rights and that has roles and responsibilities to own this property and, and all of this right and it's like the same that's the way we're using the church we're using it as like there are members of the entity but the entity is the bride of Christ Christ lays down his life for the church and he presents her spotless and blameless like it's that's the way that it's used there I think it's important <laughs>
0: to look at the fact that says corporations
6: are people <laughs> right, yeah. go ahead Michael I mean, no words are polysemous right so we can use them as place markers for whatever we want to call it so it doesn't matter
8: who cares
0: uh say welcome
6: what's up
8: oh i'm just i'm just here to hang out
0: oh you You got on stage just to hang out we were talking about that (laughs) uh Wong, what's up wrong Wrong point
8: oh i was just kidding okay uh do you do you believe like the church like there should be things that the church you must do like while you're at church, like for instance, um like confessing your sins to one another
0: do what Because no. I know
8: like we're supposed to, we're supposed to like remove people from the church but if if nobody's even confessing their sins, how would you you would have no idea kind of like what's going on? So it's kind of like a two-part. Should you believe the church, you should be um, confessing your sins to one another in church. Not like a priest, but like just to your other brothers and sisters in church. And then also do you think it's really good if we do do that? Like when I was a few years back, I was in full-time ministry, and when I was doing that, it, my life was a lot less sinless. It was I was having breakthroughs. I was conquering stuff that wasn't lining up in Christ. And when I quit doing that, uh, I could definitely tell slowly, gradually. So, like, do you think it's really good? And then do you think it should be, like, required in church? Uh,
0: yeah, so I think there's very few must-dos. So, no, you must, it's not a must that you confess your sins. Um, go to church, show up, go eat lunch. There's very few must be done. However, I think it's a great idea. Um, But usually in my experience, it's more like, you know, small groups, because a lot of the churches I go to are are bigger. Um, So it's not like you're going to, you know, have even smaller churches like I grew up in when I was a teenager. Um, We would, you know, after church sometimes would have like, you know, would hang out and have some food and stuff like that. And it's like happy fellowship stuff. So no one's going to like lay out heavy sins in the middle of like a, you know, fun fellowship time. So in my experience, it's been like, you know, more, there'll be groups like small groups, men's groups, couples groups, uh, you know, different groups. Um, that's where that stuff usually happens. And yeah, I do think it's a very good idea, but I don't think it should be a requirement. Um, that, that, that would be kind of like a red flag for religiosity, like legalism. Um, so no, there's very few things that you must do, but I do think it's a good idea. And usually small groups is where that happens. Anyone else have a thought on that? What about you, Chris? Where do you confess your sins to? Unburden yourself, my son? Um, well, to you all the time. <laughs> Every time you talk, you're just confessing your sins, true, whether you yeah. know it or not. Yeah, so Ned, <laughs> would, you,
11: would you think that would be problematic to hear the sins of your colleagues? and would that like could that be a possible judgment call on your behalf, like when you hear someone confess a sin? How would you feel about hearing some certain sins from some of your neighbors?
0: Uh, well, I mean, my, myself, I mean, it's very subjective. And so for, since you asked me, uh, personally, I, I usually – I would be hard-pressed to, time to find a time where I don't want more information. So usually more information is better. Some people are like, no, don't tell me. I don't want to know. Well, if someone knows and it's available, then I want to know. Like I don't want to be left in the dark. I want the most data I can get. Because if someone else has it, well, I don't want to be in the dark. I want to know. Um, so, yeah, I, I typically would want to know every just as much as I can. Um, and then there would be before word. I mean, if someone's like, hey, um, you know, I've got bodies buried in my trunk. I'm like, well, well, hang on. Before you say anything, if you say something illegal, I will report you. So, um, you know, even though I want to know um, for your own preservation, I, you know, it's like a psychologist or like a you know medical professional. It's like, look. Uh, they have the disclaimer. It's like, look, anything you say will be confidential unless it like violates the laws. Then I will have to turn it, you know, report it to the appropriate service. Same thing. Right. Because I'm not going to like be complicit in a crime um, and then be like, oh, oops, crap. So like, uh, yeah, I want to know whatever you want to tell me. And I, I mean, you know, I don't really judge people too much. I mean, there would be times that I may get a little judgy, but it's like, man, I'm not perfect. Like, and, and you know, people suck. So, you know, when you kind of have that thing, it's like, People can't shock you because you just assume the worst. I mean, that may not be a glass half full type approach, but that's just kind of my default. So I get surprised very little. Um, anyway, okay. so yeah, I would like to know. But if someone okay. tells me like they confess to a crime, yeah, I'm, I'm going to turn you in. Don't do that yeah. unless you want that.
11: Okay, cool. So my follow what would be the benefit of someone confessing their sins to just not just, but another colleague, another believer, another Christian? What what, what is that benefit?
0: Well, I'd like so, to take a secular me, approach. Hang, hang on, hang on, say, real, real quick, since, I mean, he, I think he asked me. Uh, real quick, secondarily, look at that. Like, people will sometimes turn themselves in for crimes they've committed because the guilt weighs on them so much. They may not even be a Christian, but they'll go turn themselves in and be like, yes, I did this crime. Take me to jail. I deserve it. I can't shake this guilt feeling. So, I mean, that's, like, the biggest thing, to unburden yourself, to, like, you know, have someone else to help bear your burdens back to the Christian paradigm. Because, yeah, people have a guilty conscience. Like, that's not a saying for no reason. Yeah, or, or,
9: or, like, psychiatry. Like, yeah, people will go and seek help, right? So, there's, there's wisdom behind I it. it. And good morning, I understand.
11: Good morning, I'll be- I understand. I understand it from that perspective. However, what other than just unburdening yourself with what you've done to, to share with it another, isn't the point of confessing to um, ask for forgiveness from? Jesus from God. So my my focus is when you confess to a fellow Christian, does that fellow Christian help you get forgiven and get you know? No, it's, it's
9: accountability, friend. Accountability.
11: Sure, it's, I have accountability. Also, I don't need to confess. To, I don't need to confess to anybody. Well, that's because right? you're,
9: uh, you're stealing from our worldview. We're coming after well,
0: you. Hang on,
11: hang on. We're kidding. Kidding.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on. Stop. We're, we're going. We're we're going too many directions. First of all, Saint was in the middle of speaking. Um, I, I, I apologize. That was my but, fault. But, well, well, that's fine. But no, James, the quick answer to your question is God alone forgives. We pray to God. We ask forgiveness from Jesus ourselves. So it's between us and God. Any salvation, any eternal life, any atonement, any forgiveness in that sense, totally 100% between us and God, the individual and God. Confessing to other people, is just helping other people alleviate your conscience, bearing your burdens, being like, oh, that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. Let me help you. Here's some tools. It's, it's to help in a very practical sense. So no forgiveness um, other than, than God and humans, but uh, from God to human. But Saint, uh, do you want to say what you were saying?
8: Yeah, so like for me, when, when I was doing that on a regular basis, it was encouraging when I'd see brothers like... um breakthrough and stop in in their life like it was really encouraging and it gave me motivation to really start getting rid of my stuff too and then i learned through the process too i learned like what what people did to conquer like especially sexual like pornography and stuff like that was the hardest thing for me to let go of but for me like how i got through it is i i saw where i failed most often and i started closing those doors and that's what that's what did it type thing but i believe like cuz we're called we we shouldn't hide our sins we want to bring it to light and deal with yeah, it but also and i think do it in wisdom brother be careful
9: amen and i'll be shut up stop interrupting people okay
0: <laughs> that's good <laughs> advice, Albie. I
9: know.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, it gets, and, and then this is where we say like, you know, don't cast your pearls before swine. And then like, everyone's like, Are you calling me a pig, you calling me a pig. I'm like actually, no. Is that how you feel about yourself? Like we, we weren't calling you a pig. Um, but I am here if you need to unburden yourself. <laughs> um,
6: Hey, I got a Bible themed something.
0: Uh, well, there was still wrong. Who's been oh yeah. Go, go, while. go. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I just want to make sure Saint satisfactorily got his question answered. I think he did, right? I mean, that's oh, what we have to say. Yeah. yeah.
8: Uh,
0: wrong. What's up? Wrong. Are you speaking wrong? Three,
14: two, one. Sorry. What's up? Uh, I think it was a fascinating, fascinating discussion before, like ten minutes or fifteen minutes ago, about uh, Bride, Bride of Jesus. Because I wonder, how about uh, the conception of the Kabbalists that bride actually means bride? Where you have uh, a spiritual type of marriage and even spiritual type of sex and so on and on. You have a lot in Kabbalah. Well, the
0: Bible, well, yeah, I mean, Depending where you're going with that, which um, if, it, if, if being called a bride of Christ made Androchus feel a certain way, it makes, uh, yeah, spiritual sex, um, maybe it, is, it makes me feel similar. So, I mean, the Bible says that, you know, in heaven, in heaven, no one will be married, no one will be given a marriage, and it, it won't be a thing. So what you're saying, um, I mean, you're saying it, but the Bible speaks directly to it.
9: Yeah, and they and they. what about Isaiah 54, verse 5, where it called, as a matter of fact, my friend Yonatan, Yonatan, would you be able to grab that verse for us, friend, if you can read that in the Hebrew, please? Yeah,
7: what verse
9: is it? I, Isaiah 54, verse
7: 5.
9: Yeah. And, and, and notice, if it's really sexual, then, wow, there's going to be one man, billions of men and women. Hmm. But anyways, Isaiah 54, verse 5.
7: Isaiah fifty four
9: verse five. Okay, second. And in, in the Hebrew, um, and now w- what it's saying here is that Yahweh is. Uh, matter of fact, let me read it. Sorry, as you read it in Hebrew, or maybe you could read it in English as well. The point is Yahweh is the is uh, the husband to. Uh, Israel, but he's also called the father. He can also be a mother. He'll use all these different types of languages to convey his love for her. So, what does it say wrong? Or you, know, you know what I'm it, saying?
7: Isn't something uh, God the the wife or the bride of Israel?
9: I'm sorry. What was that, friend?
7: Uh, you say you say God is the. <clears throat> Let
9: me me read it. Let's read it for everyone, okay? It says, For your makers, your makers is your husbands. Yahweh of hosts is his name, so singular. And your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. Notice, and is the maker, is that plural,
7: by the way? One second. Is that verse 5?
9: Yes, sir. Maker and husband, is that plural? The, the answer is yes. What's the point? One minute, I'll make a point. When these lands were, uh, these different lands from around the world, they would have altars and they would be, their gods would be their husband. They would be considered that, right? And altars are where? Where do you meet your wife? Where do you marry at? At the altar. That's the point. So where were they sacrificing to their gods? On the altars. So when the northern ten kingdoms were uh, uprooted, and the Sumerians, um, the hybrids between Assyrians and Jews, were made into the Sumerians, then the king of Assyria in Second Kings chapter seven, uh, Second Kings chapter seventeen, twenty four to thirty four, brings five different nations into the land of Samaria, and with them he brings their gods, right from Babylon, from that. Five different gods into the land of Samaria. Now Christ comes in, in John chapter four and goes right into the heart of Samaria to claim back his bride. And when he talks to the woman, he says, Go to go to uh, go bring your husband here. Right? And she says, I have uh, I have no husband. He's like, You're right to say you have no husband, for you have had five husbands. And the one in whom you're living with now is not your husband. While there was truth to what he was saying there, he was speaking at a greater truth that this land is married to five different husbands. And I'm here to claim that back for myself because I am the true bridegroom.
0: Uh, Wrong. Did that uh, speak to your question?
7: Uh, yeah, it, it's right that it's uh, in uh, plural, and the commentaries are talking about the plurality. Of the yeah. Right. So, so,
9: so notice the God of Israel is makers and husbands, right? Interesting. You know, you know me, Jonathan. I always have to bring the Trinity involved in everything. Love you. <laughs> what's
0: What's interesting? Uh, Joshua. How are you, Joshua? Uh, I, I'm good. Did you have any uh, question or thing on your mind, or are you just hanging out?
11: Yeah, yeah, now I have a question. Uh, no, it's a basic question, but uh, I need some clarity on this. Uh, Jesus said to baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? Yes,
8: sure. Matthew twenty-eight
11: nineteen. 19. Yeah, but, uh, but in Acts, uh, you know, uh, the disciples of Jesus were baptizing Baptizing in the only in the name of Jesus, you know. I know that's not the formula, but uh,
9: like how to explain that clearly?
0: How would you explain that, Albie? <laughs> uh,
9: I'm sorry, was he speaking to me? Uh,
0: uh, why do you why do you baptize uh, when Jesus says baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and then in Acts it says baptized in the name of Jesus? What's uh, oh, yeah. the difference?
9: Yeah, so that's a, it's a, it's a good question. So in Acts chapter thirty, to, uh, in Acts chapter two, verse thirty-eight. What you have there is a uh commandment, right? To be baptized in what does that mean? Well, when you take a look at first first Corinthians chapter ten, verse one through four, uh Paul speaks about and we were all baptized into uh Moses, right? What does that mean to be baptized into Moses? Well, to be baptized into his laws, his statutes. So therefore, be baptized into Christ, right? Into his statutes his laws because we've been waiting for his torah his laws isaiah 42 verse 4 says however the marching orders of matthew chapter 28 verse 19 would be the allegiance of being baptized in the triune god and as you're being baptized into the father and to the son and to the holy spirit into that name you're confessing with your mouth allegiance To Christ, because apart from confessing Jesus as Lord, you won't have access to God, who is by nature a multi-personal God, right? Who is the God of our salvation. So I'm trying to make it as short as possible. Now, this is the only place in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, where you see that commandment um, saying, Be baptized in for the remission of your sins, and you will receive the Holy Spirit. Now, the reason why that is, is this was the rule. Peter learned through Christ's teaching, he denied him three times with his lips openly. Then he, Christ made him openly confess him three times by asking him, Peter, do you love me? Yes, Lord. Do you love me? Yes, Lord. Do you, love me? Do you love me? Yes, Lord. You know all things. You know that I love you. And he restored him unto repentance. Peter took that practice, and he says, this Jesus whom you have crucified, right, and they were cut to the heart. What should we do? Be baptized into the name of Jesus. So as you publicly uh, denounce them, now publicly claim him onto your repentance. And that's what really took place there. Now, let me land it with one verse, and, and I'm done. Colossians. Wait, is it Colossians? I think it's maybe Second Thessalonians, verse 3, I think verse 6. Yes, Praise God. But we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you withdraw. So the name represents nature, authority, or character. In this case, now, it's representing authority, because all authority has been given to Christ in heaven and on earth. Right? So if we say, like, stop in the name of the law, under the United States Constitution, we order you to use stop. This is under the sovereignty of the Messiah, we're ordering you to be baptized. Uh,
11: th- thanks, I'll be, Uh No, can you give me that verse in Colossians?
9: You said it last night. Oh, I missed it. Uh, sorry, uh, Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 6. And there's other places uh, all, all throughout the book of Acts, but I think this is my favorite verse in order to make that point.
11: Okay, okay. okay thanks, thanks, Albie, for this.
9: Sure. And thanks. Uh, yeah, thanks for the
0: question. Thanks, Albie. Uh Jason, what's up, Jason? How are you today? Or are you speaking, Jason?
15: Yeah, I'm here. Uh, yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm having some coffee.
0: Anything on your mind? Question? Topic?
15: Um. Uh, well, what were you guys talking about? You were are you talking about the of oh, Christ,
0: Christ. You can totally take it somewhere else if you want.
15: I mean, what or if as you guys I'm, were talking to- yeah, that's, that's cool. I mean, I did have one question, which may, I don't know if it's relevant, but as you guys were talking, I was thinking if uh, you guys had ever discussed the Jesus is trans trans uh, dilemma, have you guys, you have any thoughts on that?
0: Uh, I, I've heard something about it. Can you refresh my mind? I think it was kind of like a hand wave. Like uh, I, I think, I mean, I think I tried to like give it serious credence, but um just on its face, like the Bible refuted it, like whatever. But yeah, what what was the claim again? Why was that?
15: Okay, so uh, this was something we we had been discussing a couple, two, three, four weeks ago. Um, I think Tom put out a video on his channel that's that has the dilemma. It's just a screenshot. So if you Google like G- it was Jesus transgender" and Tom Rabbit, oh, you'll my get goodness, the dilemma. Man. But uh, but I totally believe that problem. the dilemma goes is if you
9: – if you
15: believe that um, – that Can we not Jesus, call it a
9: dilemma because it's really not a dilemma. Sorry.
15: No, well, it actually is a dilemma. But
0: well, Yeah, I can mean, we just get to the – can we just get to the crux uh, of it? Like I'm I, I going to know I'll, it as soon as I hear it.
15: I'll state it and then you can tell me why you don't think it's a dilemma.
0: Yes, that, please.
15: That, yeah, we have two, we have two positions. Position one is that Jesus – was a man? So Jesus, before he incarnated, um, was a male, and uh, then he incarnated as a male. But the assumption is, is that when Jesus was a male before he incarnated, he didn't have a physical body. Uh, so if you believe that Jesus uh, didn't have a physical body and he was a male and he incarnated as a male, then you're acknowledging that the associations between sex and gender are not connected. That you you can have um, that you can you can have no uh, that your gender isn't dependent on your biological characteristics because Jesus was a man and he didn't have a body before he or, okay the other side of the dilemma is that Jesus wasn't a male he was um, thank you incarnated. Lord thank you I love and you. then he became a male in that instance he incarnated he transitioned. From like a non gender role to a gender role, therefore Jesus would be trans. So those are the two I, yeah. sides, and some people Genius. have different perspectives on it. So, yeah. Yeah. So,
0: so I, I would say first, yeah, that, I mean, that's kind of why it's a hand wave. Like, you know, whether or not someone believes the Bible or not, like this, this argument doesn't work because, you know, every time God is referred to, Jesus is God um, in the Bible, it's always in the masculine pronoun. So, no matter what corporeal form, and by the way, we're also talking like with the societal trans issue now. Everyone is in a skin suit. So we're going from one biology. You, you, we, we're stuck in our biology, right? So we have one level above that, which is spirituality. So we start with the spiritual level. The spirituality, uh, j- how does that merge with biology? Is that right there a difference? That's on a different level. But even on that different level, every time God is talked about, um, it's always God is always referred to in the masculine pronoun. So no matter what form Jesus took, corporeal or non-corporeal, shout out Michael D&D, Um, Jesus was still, um, identifying as male. So, and he also says, you know, in the Bible, more of the stuff, whether or not you believe it, it's in there. Uh, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he never changes. Um, so throughout the entire, from, from before the universe began until it never ends, um, Jesus is always identifying as male. Um,
9: amen, amen. And Nate, and Nate brother, didn't Yahweh always appear all throughout the Hebrew scriptures as a man? Yes. And then in oh. Proverbs, and then in Proverbs chapter 30, verse three and four, it says, what is his name? And what is his son's name to the creators of the world, father and son? Uh,
0: so Jason, would you agree? Like, I, I mean, I get it. It's an interesting, you know, it may be an interesting argument if it's, I mean, maybe like a Haha, Jesus was trans, but I mean, from our own scriptures, um, as it's written, you, I think you'd have to say, well, okay, I get it. The way it's written in your book, Jesus always identified as male. So he was never trans. Um, would okay. that be a fair conclusion on your part?
15: Okay, so then you're taking the first horn that I mentioned, which is, is that Jesus was a, has always been a man. And in that instance, then you would agree that the, the concepts of sex and gender are not connected because Jesus could be a man and he didn't have a body.
7: Define Genius. transgender. Genius. Define, transgen- define transgender real quick. Just define the t- what it means to be transgender. So,
15: someone, someone who identifies it as a gender different than that which that has been assigned to them.
7: Can you yeah, show us where so, so you don't, So real quick, real quick, we don't think that there's a distinction between gender and sex. So that's like external critique. Mm-hmm. Two, the divine nature is not within the categories of gender. It's like trying to apply. A category to something that doesn't fit or trying to apply like the laws of nature, or, like the laws of physics, applying the laws of physics to like the laws of thermodynamics. They may be related, but you can't really say that they're in the same genus. Okay. Since they're in different genuses, it's not becoming transgender because you would have to be in the genus of man to go from man to female. And, uh, okay, you know, the, the first thing you said life. Life. Hold on, Jason. Tyler, I love you, brother. Yeah, no problem.
15: The f- the first thing you said was that you don't consider sex and g- uh, gender like that. You consider them that I'm making an external critique. Um, so I have a, I presented a dilemma that incorporates what we know of the Bible. That like you, many people consider Jesus uh, as you said he's a man. He was a man before. He incarnated, and I'm assuming you would assume that Jesus didn't have a body before he incarnated. So the entailment of that is that gender and sex are not associated. So if you if you think that's wrong,
7: yeah, God wasn't. Wait a
15: second, I'm not finished speaking. What part of that dilemma, the first horn, do you disagree with?
7: Yeah, I don't think God was a man like science creation or something like that. Man is going to be like a created category; it's a created genus. God isn't in any isn't in any genus, so that's just wrong. I don't think God is a man. God doesn't have a gender.
15: Okay, so you don't take the first horn then. You that Jesus wasn't a man before he incarnated.
7: You need to find the word man, please. Yeah. It's like well,
15: you you guys are you you guys are using the term man to assign to Jesus.
7: No, no, no. So
0: okay. hang say, on, say, wait, wait. wait. Say- hang on, hang on, hang on. Let, let me mod for a little bit. We're we're getting lots of forks. Like I'm fine with this discussion, but we just need to like nail down one point before we move on. There's like a, at least like two or three outstanding points. Um, so I think you came in late, Tyler. So I don't know if you're fully caught up, but basically, my argument still stands for that. Then we got off on another point, but when we're talking about man, there, there's a couple things, Jason. I don't know how familiar with, with the Bi- you are with the Bible but I think this will help guide the discussion and I'm surely people are going to have different interpretations, but there, there are things in the Bible that say what we already talked about, right? God always identifies even before he was in flesh and bones as a male pronoun. So always identifying as a male, um, regardless of chemicals and biology. Um, and then the other thing is in the Bible, we're told that, you know, in heaven, when we have these new glorified bodies, there, there's no, you know, there's no male, female, gender, uh, no free, no slave, no Jew, no Gentile. We're all one in Christ. Um, So in a spiritual sense, and we're told we're not going to be married or given to marriage or any of this stuff. So like when we talk about like the spiritual sense before the incarnate Christ, who is God and man, it's like a whole different category, um, which I think is what someone was saying. Maybe it's Tyler. But so you have God who is a man in Jesus, but he's more than just a man. He is also God. So like in Numbers 23, it says God isn't a man that he should lie. And God is spirit. So I don't know how maybe one of you can make sense of it, but we need to kind of consolidate all these outstanding points into one so god is spirit and god is also a man in jesus um it sounds like there's a lot of talking past each other so i don't know how to get back on the same page but i I just foresee a lot of back and forth on this
7: the only relevant points like for this discussion is that like define what it means to be transgender right i I take it i understand transgenderism to be something like uh like i did Like, basically changing your gender, going from one gender to another, right? And then, once we define what transgenderism is, we need to understand what the incarnation is. Is it a transformation from one gender to another? No, uh, because man is going to be a created genus, right? And Jesus didn't change from, like, being God, who's not in any genus, to, like, another genus. Or something like that. That's not what happened. So, Look, I'm just What do you understand? What do you understand well, uh, transgender? Because trans, you well, gave me yeah, a definition, but I don't think that's what transgenderism is. What do you think transgenderism Well,
0: again. Well, hey, hey, hang on. Like, I, I, I also said, I just said I wanted to consolidate and get on this, but there's also another person who I don't recognize. I want to see what they have to say, and I do have a limited amount of time. But I, I mean, I didn't think it was going to be this deep of a discussion. I think the Bible's pretty clear that the, the spirituality, spirituality, spiritual existence, Completely transcends any type of gender or anything like that. That's um, right. But we can we could finish up with this. But I wanted to see what Mama Red Star had to say real fast, just to get everyone in.
14: Hey, how's speaking? it going? This this day.
9: We're we're confused with the dilemma. Thank you, Mama. Well
0: what's up? Video uh, what for us.
14: I feel like in some ways it's a very interesting question, something that can be at least pondered. But it's kind of it's kind of like on the fence to me. Um, I wonder kind of the same things, not about Jesus, but just about a person. <clears throat> Excuse me, because I have nine kids and a lot of grandkids, almost forty, and just being myself and wondering where you come from. Before you had a body, did you have a gender? I think that's what the basic bottom line question is.
9: Well, before you had a body, you didn't exist.
14: No, no. That's what you're saying. I'm saying that I have kids. I know that my kids were in me. They didn't have a body, but they were growing.
9: They did have they a body in me, in you, uh, ma'am. Hold on. Excuse me? They did have a body in you. They were growing inside of you. What do you mean? Well,
14: well then, then what were they if they... did? Okay. They so, a female. body, if if you don't have legs and arms and a heart and love. Oh, dear. Um, I'm sorry. Do okay. we need to
10: give you like a, an anatomy lesson? No, on hold on for a second.
14: Our, hold death. on. Oh dear. <clears throat> hold on. And this is exactly what's going on with the body thing. In order to be trans, because someone said to identify what it means. As far as I can see, that it means someone says they're trapped in the wrong body. Correct?
9: Uh, no, they're just uh, confused. Just like when I was five years old, I thought I was Raphael the Ninja.
14: Listen, I'm not talking about you and being a turtle. I'm talking about what transgender people are saying so that they can change their body. Are
0: you in saying it wasn't to... a turtle? Excuse from me? That... Yeah, Mama, I, I think, think you're correct t- from, from that point. From that standpoint, I think you're right. I think you'd say they they the, something like to dumb it down. Their brain doesn't match their body, or you know the the sex what they're they're, saying,
14: whatever they're saying. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying to to define what it means when someone says this is this is not the body I want, and the only real thing that they're talking about is the genitals. Now the when the but when a baby is in you and they're growing, they they don't have any genitals yet, though. They don't have a heart. They don't oh, have all these things. Oh, my goodness. But, what do we do? Hold on. This? But they're growing. And any mother would know that sometimes as soon as conception is, you'd be like, I'm pregnant. You feel the growth. And then Ooh. you people see it. People don't see it at first. They don't even know that you have any growth in there. But at that point, there is no genitalia. So... Well, mama, it's
0: not, hang on, mama, can I, can I, let me stop you real fast because it's not just on genitalia. Like, you can take, like, I'm not a biologist, so I may not know what, what a woman is, but I know this. So, you can take a test at like four or six weeks, and it's not just based on genitalia. It's, it, you can look at the chromosomes. So, you know, X yeah, that's and Y, is, there you go. So, you don't need the presence of a penis. Um, you know, something <laughs> could go wrong and you could be born without one. But if you're a male, like, the, the chromosomes will tell you that. So, it's not just the presence. Of genitals. Uh, that's, okay, okay,
14: so okay. you're saying, Wait, just, and, I, and I'm just saying really I deliver babies. Um,
0: okay, hold on. Mama, just a second.
1: Before we get off the rails, so in the chat, Nate, Rich was not understanding what the term genus means because he doesn't understand what the term genus means. Did we have Tyler explain to ignorant Rich what the word genus actually means as opposed to his extremely narrow Um, biological classification
0: um, idea of the word genus? Yeah. Uh, Sure, let's take a short break to help the guy out in chat.
7: (laughs) Yeah, genus is going to be just any category or class. Uh, It's just going to be any category or class without a specific (laughs) difference. And a specific difference is just something outside of genus that distinguishes members in a class. So... Genus, just think of it terms, as a general category.
1: And we're using these terms not in the biological classification sense, which uses the same words, but we're using them in the philosophical
0: sense, which predates Linnaeus. Okay, so, Mama, back to you. So, yes, you can take a <laughs> test and learn whether or not something is male or female,
14: not just uh, based on genitals. Well, Carry you on. know, this. <laughs> This taking a test stuff, I just want you guys to know, I got a lot of experience with this kind of stuff. And just thinking that you can wait for four weeks and take a test and determine is not really the way it goes. I've seen these situations where many tests are taken and they can't get results. And I'm not talking about that four weeks with an instrument. I'm saying kind of what this guy is saying before you can take a test before you even before you even fertilize the egg what
9: yeah you know what you actually brought up a very good point I agree with you because this whole taking a test thing is so new to humanity why don't we just go back about 70 years ago and from that time till the very beginning of time you didn't know what you were having until birth so let's stick with that process
14: you know, I, would, I really was just touching on what he was saying at the time, but my own thoughts are a little different, and that is, they kind of tie in with what he's saying, because when oh, mama. I, when I look You're gonna at get Stephanie the, angry when I see the transgenders are doing things like, you got a guy that can have a baby. A, a baby, they call themselves a guy, but then they're having a baby. But you know, actually, that they're a woman that has been altered through a medical intervention. Now, I cannot see in the life of Jesus where Jesus ever, in, in my readings, said that he was in the wrong body. This is what transgenders are saying. I don't see that. Okay, so I can't really see how that could match jesus up with so you don't with agree transgender. with him excuse me so you don't agree with him no no i just told you that but we love you, you know mama. i, was, we love I you. was i was just saying i was thinking about some things that he was saying and what could possibly be but in the readings he never identified as transgender he never said i'm in the wrong body i want to be in another body or anything like mama, that mama so i that have a was, question
9: are you trying to start a tribe with nine children uh are you trying to beat the israelites
14: actually a production company
9: <laughs> may, god, may, may god bless your household by well right.
14: so yeah and i'd say
0: like i i thought i mean we definitely went way more in depth hope you're happy jason <laughs> than i thought we were going to but i mean you know the bible is very clear so whether or not someone believes the bible as far as words on paper um that argument is is i think soundly defeated and it's not even mm-hmm. like comparing apples and oranges it's like comparing God and humans. But it's so, a dilemma, name. Like, any, like anything, like you know, God-related, it's just like transcends this like sack of bones we're in. So it's like a, such a non-issue. Which, which, like humans, which, is then? well, hang on. As soon as I'm done saying it, um, which always perplexes me, how like humans, like we put such emphasis on like sexuality and like you know the different orientations, when it's like it like goes straight to like the most base like animal instincts of humanity like we want to act like we're so like high and in intellect and elevated and then we go like straight to like sex like it's like it's like one step it, we're like seriously but seriously we're like one step away from monkeys flinging deep at each other while we're talking about how like elevated and evolved we are right. it's like then, then get stop talking about sex like build rocket ships jeez uh, so mama get the, wor- get the last word get the last word mom and then we're going to talk to this other guy that, well that, no oh, it's he's gone.
14: just that <clears throat> I'm I'm not in agreement with a lot of stuff, but I can make a correlation between as you said, uh sex and what um what sex actually produces. In the case of Jesus, Jesus never produced any beings in a human flesh. I have never seen any text where Jesus was ever married, was ever a parent. And so I wonder a lot of times why people um, um, follow Jesus so closely, but they they don't have anything to follow when it comes to a great representative, the best representative of a parent and and, and a husband.
9: Can I answer that, please?
14: Wait, can you explain the question? Who's the who's
0: the better representative of a parent and a husband? That, who, who she's
14: saying is a better representation. That, representative that, of that is a very good question. I wasn't talking to, I wasn't trying to answer that question because I really haven't thought about who oh, is okay, well, help. No, no, oh, okay. I'm just saying who's in the running to be one. <laughs> okay. But when I'm talking about Jesus, no one can deny that Jesus did not carry on
7: himself.
14: He's never been seen with a woman. And this is the reason why You're wrong. He, hold on for a second. You say that I'm wrong, but this is the reason why a lot of gay people can say that they're going to be gay in the Christian church because Mm. they, when you see Jesus leave at 13, any parent, whoever's parent was Jesus, uh, they got confusion, whether it was, you know, um, uh, Mary and her husband and she got married, you know, the whole thing. Well, if a kid leaves, at twelve or thirteen and then comes back as an adult as thirty something with a whole bunch of guys and yeah, this is hold on. This is
9: never on, married this, you, this you, on
14: is this is worse than the but this is worse than
0: this is worse than the Jesus is trans thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah
9: so I know I'm it's, it's pretty she, bad. She, so you made it clean mama, Jesus mama, baby mama. Leave. That's <laughs> yeah, and he came back with a bunch of guys, right? Oh. No, hold on. And number one, I'm forty years old and I'm single. So mama, what are you trying to say here? So what am and then I trying on top ta- on top of wait, 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 Mama, Mama, never mind. I'm not asking what you believe me. I so just I'm children, want I'm single, single too. So mama, what's bear, up? mama Bear, Mama Bear, Mama Bear, hold on. Yeah, yeah
0: Albie, go ahead and go ahead and uh, talk yeah. to this
9: and then we'll talk so, to the so new so, so so let me tell you, uh mama bear dear. Jesus is the God and creator. Of creation, right? He is our shepherd. He is a father to us by virtue of a new humanity in him, as a representative of Adam, right? Because he came to undo the works of the first Adam, restore that image, so that at the regeneration we will be made like him, a father of new humanity, right? Christ being our federal head also known as our husband, and we're the bride to him. Not literally, but this is spiritually speaking, because he's a spiritual being, which gives us spiritual life. He is not simply a man, but the God-man. This is what the Bible teaches. He pre-existed. He's all over the Hebrew Scriptures. And uh, it's really, that's it. And as a matter of fact, in eternity, before creation even came into existence, the Father and the Son, right, we're in union with one another, loving one another inexpressibly uh, with the context of the spirit, holding them together. You like that, Matt? Yes, sir. Where's Matt? He told me that yesterday. All right, God bless you.
0: Hey, did you yeah, say husband? husband? Well, hang on. Mom, oh, I my goodness. To, I want to get to some uh, uh, real quick, too, because we beat this dead horse. But I would just say if we're talking about the, the lack of a presence of a female it alludes to he was gay. Well, again, whether or not you believe the Bible, let's look at the Bible. So the claims, um, regardless of someone's belief, is he is God. He sustains the the universe. He created everything. Everything is created by him. So I would analogously liken this to uh, we, you know, we can be stewards of our pets. I adopted a dog recently. I adopted some cats. My house is like a zoo. So, you know, we have pets. We have animals. We love them. We care for them. We feed them. We take care of them in every way. And, um, so it seems like if God is like that to humans, he loves us, he takes care of us, he created us, yada, yada, um, but he doesn't want to have a romantic relationship with us, and I don't want to step on your toes or judge you, um, but most of us do not want to have romantic relationships or engage sexually with our pets. So I, I think a better I, – I mean, yeah, I don't want to judge anyone. I don't want to judge, but most of us do not. So, I mean, if we're looking at just the text of the Bible, imagine how many levels above humans a deity is. And then us versus pets. So we're higher than our pets, and most of us don't want to hook up with them. So if God truly created all of us, he He could hang out with us. He can love us. He can care for us. But he has zero interest in hooking up with anyone, which is great evidence to, yeah, why he was single, why he didn't hook up with a woman or a dude. Because he, if he's God and if he doesn't want to, like, hook up with pets, which most people don't, um, I, I think that sums that up. But summa uh, – but I please, want to give you a I, chance to speak real fast before I get to go. I
9: thought God hooked Jesus. up with Mary. That sounds like
0: uh, no James, that is that is wrong. So hooking up in the sense that you're talking about, no, never happened. Um, he says, uh, you know, the, the Holy He says the Holy Spirit's gonna overshadow you and you're gonna give birth to a son. And then before you talk about was Mary raped, she's like, Oh, as your servant, yes, let it be just as you say. I am here, yes, just as you say. So, no, I'm talking about hooking up, like how you would hook up with your significant other or, I mean, you know, your animal. I don't want to judge. um, Not hook up in that sense. But, uh, Sama, go ahead and speak if you'd like.
4: Um, I believe a lot of people are thinking so carnally because they can't get out of the (laughs) place. Amen. Um, Just keep the perversion to yourself. (laughs) We have a holy God. No, it's it's, it's time for the we have to put this lie away. Just because you don't see Jesus in sexual immorality does not mean he is gay. Let's let's say it together. Just because you do not see him in morality like everybody else does not mean he's with the agenda, okay? Th- there's some pure people out here. There's some monks who haven't had sex. Are they gay? Huh? Come what
13: on, about preach. me, man. I'm preaching to the I'm for you
4: know Just because they haven't received, you know, their wife doesn't mean that they're gay. What if they're holding themselves? Then that means you need to look at yourself and you have a lust problem. You need deliverance. Lift up your hands and accept Jesus now. That's true. So according to the scriptures, there were women who also follow. This is how much you do not study. This is why the Bible says my people perish for a lack of knowledge. Uh Uh-oh. So in this case, I would say to receive the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior Amen. and really truly seek the Scriptures to see the truth instead of this Levitical, you know, community and all of this. You need help. Thank you, and I, Amen. This I
0: appreciate that, uh, Summer. Uh, thanks for thanks for speaking. And Alby, uh, yeah, uh, you know, you can totally be single, just like Paul says. It's probably better to to devote your Time for Christ, but um, you no, know, I, I if, if you I really if you want, Alby. Oh, I, well, I was I was gonna say, you know, you could, you know, maybe you could check out Christian Mingle every now and then and do some window shopping. Uh, no, just no, saying,
9: no, no, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. No window but, shopping uh, I, is do, I, I do have a desire. I do have a desire to get married, uh, definitely. But however, because I'm not, uh, the demonstration of my love for Christ will be shown by how I conduct and carry myself because all it'll take is one time fornicating, right? And having that girl go out and expose me and removing me from the ministry that I love more than anything in this world. These questions...
13: Hey, Pastor Sam, God bless you, man. These questions come from one place. When Adam disobeyed God, death entered in upon his mind, and the mind of the flesh is resistant against the principles of God. Jesus said in the beginning, God created male and female. So male and female is not a construct of the mind of man, but God created a male. And then according to our scripture, he put that man to sleep and he created female. After the fall into sin, This mind that mankind has now, it only, without Christ, it only thinks of death. Transgender, you won't get a baby. Gay, you won't get a baby. Why? Because they only produce death.
9: Pastor Sam, can animals discern between their genders? They can, right? That's why they're able to uh, procreate? And yet they can, but we can huh?
13: Well they they so they they are driven by their their instincts uh more than we are, but you know, because we make decisions and
11: We're sinners.
13: sinners. <laughs> <laughs> that that part right there is really what sticks out in the conversation is that sinners want to sin and they are going to defend their sin at all costs. Unless the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ shines unto the old, And they understand that there is an understanding that comes from the mind of God that causes deliverance and surrender. I'm Pastor Sam. Sam
0: I'm glad to see you. And uh, yeah, mama, it's not your sharing that got you kicked off. It's because you kept interrupting Albie and I was trying to move on to the other person. Um, and you just would not be silent like uh, the lions and the Daniel and the lion's den. Um, and let's see, Aaron, why Christians got to hate on trans and gay? Such a strange obsession. Well, it's not one I have. I don't think I ever talk about it, except when it's shoved in my face for Pride Month, which was just you know, interesting conversation we brought up about pop culture, and no hate. And then when other people talk about it. So, um, you know, as far as a Christian hating on gay and trans, uh, that's actually not something I really do at all. Well, um,
13: they can. I'll say
0: what the I, I mean. I'll say what the Bible says about it, and you know, that's a sin. There's 612 other sins besides that. Um, you know, so I mean, the sin is sin. Doesn't mean I hate anyone. Um. Still need help changing a car tire? Well, I'll call AAA for you. I'm, I'm not really going to help change a tire, but I'll call someone for you. Um, Steph, you were trying to speak. I think you said like a word like 30 minutes ago. Did you want to speak to just any of this stuff? Or how many gay people do you have tied up in your basement that you're hating on right now?
10: Uh, I'm actually washing lice out of my children's hair, and it's an absolute debacle over here. So I'm going to stay my
0: Um, I know the Bible says women should have long hair, but if you shave their heads, God will probably forgive you.
10: I mean, I'm super tempted Oh right my gosh, now. you're going to have to shave your head? Are you getting lice? I'm fine with that. I'm ready for my Britney Spears moment. You know, get out the camera. I'm going to be like out there with the clippers. Yeah.
0: How do they get lice? Like, do you, like, the public school? They school out?
10: Yes, they're going around the school and it's like, you can't even find lice stuff in the store because every child has them. It's terrible. Oh boy. Send help, um,
7: please.
0: I did not expect that. Um, well, where do we go from here? I'm gonna to have to run, Steph. Um, I don't want to even ask you to mod. Yeah, not me.
14: Thank you. Oh, always, Sam. You guys want to keep it I
9: going? I feel sorry for who who's talking over here. Huh? Who, who I'm was? asking? You. I, I uh, couldn't uh, see that. Oh, sorry, uh, s- s- my phone's. Steph. Big. Oh, Steph is the one with...
10: the <laughs> children. I'm, I'm asking me. Myself.
9: This is me oh, just shampooing their
4: hair. This is just shampoo.
9: Oh, my goodness. Maybe, God bless. Aw. Little sinners.
0: Uh, Albie or Sam, would you guys like to keep modding and keep the conversation going? There's quite a quite a crowd. I hate to...
9: Hate sure. to, to run. Sure. Okay. sure, brother.
0: All right, bring your questions to Albie. Bring out your questions. Bring out your questions. Let's see. Let me let me load you up with a bunch
4: oh, of
9: controversy
0: before I leave. Oh, yes, I'm on up?
4: My question is... Why uh why does the LGBT community hate Christianity?
0: That is a fair question.
9: I love you so much. You're so cute.
4: And why so Christian phobia? why is there uh Christian phobia or Jesus phobia? Because they pre- yeah. they preach against and they describe... do you not know that they're um there's a pastor named David Lynn. He was preaching. He didn't touch anybody. All he said was repent. They started throwing stuff at him and started beating him up. So yeah. well,
0: why? I, so I mean, my best guess, I mean, my, my best guess is, you know how there's that kind of trope about there's no hate quite like Christian love. Um, there's no intolerance quite like those who preach tolerance. So, you know, the, the tolerant people that want to be inclusive, I mean, it's like, look at the thing like they can't even I mean, they they can't even add enough stuff and colors to the flag because they are including (laughs) everyone except a very, very specific small minority. Um, So it's like, you know, they're they're tolerant of a lot of stuff, but they're perhaps not as tolerant and loving of a certain small minority of people of a certain faith or a certain type of people. Um, So I find it interesting and a little hypocritical, but I think you have a fair and valid question.
9: Amen. And and we know and we know what it is. It's simply because by the grace of God, we are as long as we are here on earth and the Lord tarries, we're going to be constant reflections of their sin in their face because we are walking lights, right? Now, obviously Paul says in 1 Corinthians 5:12 and 13, what do we have to do with judging the world, right? We judge those who are inside the church. But how do we judge outsiders? We judge them by the gospel. That's it. What can you do? And the gospel has enough power to humble a person, to repent, or to harden a heart. Because that's what the goodness of God does. Right? That's Romans 2 four. The goodness of God will harden a heart like it did to Pharaoh. Right? Every time God showed him mercy, his heart became hardened. But when wrath came upon him, he begged for mercy. And God gave it to him. But then he became hardened because that's what it is. God's goodness either is going to harden your heart or it'll humble your heart. Humanity.
0: Well said, Albie. Uh, what do you think that is, Sima? Do you like to answer your own question?
9: Oh, I'm sure she Simma? has answers.
4: What's the What's the question?
9: That's
0: your question. I ask ask if you'd like to answer your own question. Why do you think that is, that there's so much hate for the Christian? Yeah.
4: Because sin doesn't want to be corrected. Immorality doesn't want to stop. It wants to keep going. Satan has an agenda because he knows his fate is almost coming up. He's trying to get everybody and their mama to be with him. And that wasn't the plan of Christ or should we say God, triune God, that, that wasn't his plan. And so because now um, now he knows that technology and everything is going abroad. He wants everybody in their mama to join, and you know, and to hold down with him. Um, and assume, they just hate almost, the truth. I
9: assume I would almost say, let's not even blame Satan because we're going to all stand before judgment. We're not going to be able to blame anyone. So let's just... We need we need to blame humanity. Humanity's blamed for them because you know, and, and really that's all it is. He'll have his own, but ultimately it's it's really just humanity. Right? He got God Christ has done everything in which he didn't have to do, he would have been just to wipe away creation. Wipe it away. It would have been fine, loving <clears throat> and giving love to the Father and the Spirit from eternity. That was he was sufficient in that. Doesn't need us at all. And yet is pleased to have us and in his mercy and in his grace became a man and received a body in which he'll retain forever and ever. Why? When we ask him on that day of judgment, Lord, why? Why? The only answer is this. It's because I loved you. That's it. It's just because I loved you.
0: You know, this is probably unbiblical, but I wonder if, if there's ever a time because people are just so messed up that, uh, you know, we blame the devil. But it's it's actually, I I wonder if the devil's ever been surprised. Like, holy crap. I just, like, I just wanted, like, I just wanted to advocate for, like, like, I just wanted to advocate for gay weddings. Like, now they're doing drag queen strippers in public school. Like, wow, I did not see that coming. Good job, humans. Like, I don't know. Is there there a biblical basis for how people can be, like, more messed up than Satan?
9: No, listen, I'll be honest with you. It makes very much sense, man. Because you know why that is? Because it reminds me of Romans 1 when he speaks about the even invented ways of
0: doing
10: oh. evil.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe we give the devil too much of a hard time. Like, yeah, he's bad. Right. But, you know, maybe some people were worse. Uh, like maybe he's wow, going to get his job man. replaced. I don't know. Wow.
15: Do you, I have a question. So if I went back oh, a few years questions.
0: Yeah, Jason. Well, you should. Go ahead. Yeah, you should. You,
15: you should be. I'm um, kidding, okay, Jason. Go ahead. Yeah, it's all good. I'm just joking. Um, if I went back a few hundred years, do you think Christians would say the same things about, for example, interracial marriage? Would they say that interracial marriage w- is as abhorrent? If they would consider it on the same par as what you're saying in terms of homosexuality, the abhorrence of sexual of, of homosexuality that we see today.
9: I'll piggyback uh, bibl-
0: off of you, Nate. Bi- well, oh, can I? Okay, yeah. Yeah, b- well, biblically speaking, they couldn't. So sure, some Amen. would for their, for their own prejudice, but biblically speaking, I mean, that's that's more than a few hundred years. That's a few thousand years, but, you know, all the way up to it. Um, biblically speaking, they couldn't because there's nothing about, you know, there's nothing about race. I mean, it specifically talks about, you know, if we're all in Christ, there there is no spiritual race like Jew, Gentile, free, slave. It, it doesn't matter what race you're None of that matters. All that matters is you're one in Christ. You're alive in Christ. So um, when it talks about, uh, you know, LGBT, well, not even LGBT, because all of that's like not necessarily interactive with other people. But the stuff that interacts like, you know, gay people, it does specifically talk about that. And it gives biblical reasons why, you know, God made this. This is how it should be. As far as race, it doesn't say anything about it that actually says the opposite. So anytime someone would say that would come from their own messed up heart and their own prejudice, not based on the Bible. Uh, go ahead, uh, Alby. You said you want I, I have right?
9: no need to piggyback. back. Okay.
15: Well, let me d- let me just respond. My, the reason I mention it is that that great the great, the greater question is is are morals is as they are because like, it sounds like that you're you're you are saying that morals and like these types of our understandings on these issues come from the Bible. So is is that objective? Meaning that the that uh, the way that we saw that morals were 2000 years ago, mm-hmm. we have the same perspectives today.
9: May I, may I quickly touch on that? As far as marriage, are you talking about since you were talking about race marriage? All, all, all we, we do because we, right. we do it we, because we sorry We do have a commandment in regards to marriage. Right. And that commandment uh, in marriage is simply this. If we marry first Corinthians seven, verse thirty nine, we marry only in the Lord. Race doesn't matter. But it has to be only in the Lord.
15: Look, uh, what I'm saying is that you could you could apply it to any type of moralistic. Um, can you go to the Bible and
9: pick one out? Because we're kind of that way. We're not subjective here, if you don't mind, uh, Jason. That way we have something to work on or a foundation. If you can do that, would okay. maybe take a few minutes. Is that cool? What about
15: what about slavery?
9: Okay, so now we're talking about a theocracy, right? Are we under oh, that's a theocracy? My cue. <laughs> Are we are we under a theocracy right now, <clears throat> or are we commanded in Romans thirteen to live under the nation's uh, rule? And where the nation's rule obeys the laws of God, obey the laws of God. But where this uh you know disobey, we stay away. We have nothing you know. Make sure we have nothing to do with it. So we follow the speed limits.
15: So right? so then what? So you're saying that if the the Rules of you obey the rules of the of the government unless those unless those rules violate your theocratic rule.
9: Uh, uh, No, because we're not under a we're not under a theocracy uh, right now. I'm just
15: I'm just repeating what you
9: said. Oh no, so I understand, Jason. I understand. Uh, But we're not under a theocracy now. Uh, Israel was right. So right now, what we are is we are walking and striving to uh, be like Christ and to finish the work in which he has prepared for us, which is what? Proclaiming peace between God and man, right? In which we've received the gift, we want to give the gift. Freely we receive, freely we give. And that's our commission, right? And that's really our uh, chief focus, and <clears throat> along with our families and you know other things. So when we're talking about, slavery what slavery are we talking about right now can we talk about today and not talk about a covenant that was made on sinai which was destroyed and uh, a new covenant has been inaugurated because if Look, you're gonna oh, oh whoa, whoa jason let me land it with this friend please God. no it's i'm sorry a lot of
15: t- you just a lot of okay t- jason out. hear me jason hear me so out. like 20 seconds long you're like i know minutes.
9: jason hear me out just one more just five more seconds if we're going to compare the slavery can you bring something of that time back then, right? And can you compare that slavery to something else, please?
4: I'm not going to talk about that the slavery then. Yeah,
0: can I take a stab at this, Jason? My time uh, is near yeah, sure. more, more, more and more of this conversation. I mean, the point is, so if we want to talk about objective morality, and then I'm going to run away. Um, but yeah, object, morality is objective. It comes from God. The reason I say that is objective morality. There's no one equal who can, who can compete with God. That's why whatever God says goes. However, that doesn't mean something can still be objective, and it's not true for all time. There's context. So like Albie was saying, if you're an Israelite, if you're an ancient Israelite, and you lived around you know, these times, and God's like – which, by the way, slavery is never a command. There was an allotment for it based on, on times, but we, we progress. So it doesn't mean you, – you know, I understand people want to say, oh, well, slavery was good then, I guess, and now it's bad for reasons. Therefore, morality is subjective, and you know, God changed like that that's almost right but i think the the intent behind it is wrong so you have to understand like everything around the situation so that's like um that kind of harkens back to the trans thing it's like apples and oranges so it doesn't mean slavery is right or wrong it means the alternatives to slavery was basically you have to murder everyone because they're going to murder you so it's in this case well yeah you can take indentured servants of your own people or when you go, like, conquer a city in its war season, then the only alternative is not to, to part as friends or part on amicable terms. The alternative to slavery is everyone dies. Like, that's the alternative. So, I mean, the only pushback someone could have is, well, technically it's the same God, so couldn't he magically snap his fingers, make everyone hold hands, and get along, and it wouldn't be a need for slavery? So he wouldn't say, well, you can have slaves? Sure. But at that point, why make men at all? Why make humans? Why not, why not just all make us already created in heaven? So that's hopefully a little quicker version of that. But yeah, morality That's is objective. Well gods. Morality uh, is objective and it does come from God. Just so
15: I understand, mor- morality is objective and it comes from the mind of God.
0: Morality All is right? objective because it is dictated by God, yes. Wait, so, it,
15: wait a minute, wait, wait, wait Is morality, wait a minute, does morality... Mo- wait, Just wait a second, just hold on. I apologize. Mora- does morality it. come from God or is g- morality... Uh, the separate objective entity of which God... is. No, it's
9: not a separate. It's, morality is a reflection okay. of God's nature.
15: Okay, so God, morality comes from God directly,
9: right? It's a reflection of yeah, his nature, sure. correct.
15: Okay, okay. Then it just sounds like morality is arbitrary because it's coming from the mind of God.
0: Right, but I qualified that. So if there were two gods, right? If there were two creator gods, like if, if the God of the Bible had an equal and they had differing views, then you could say... By my definition, morality is subjective Amen. because there would, be, there, would be two, there would be two gods equal who just disputed each other, and then it would be subjective between these two gods. So the fact that under the Christian paradigm, there is only one God who is, is high above everything else that nothing is his equal, nothing can challenge him. So that's why I'm saying morality is objective because this God who arbitrarily, in your words, gives us morality because he can't be challenged. There's no one on his equal, no rival. That's why we're saying it's objective. Okay. That's Could, our basis for it.
15: Does does God deliberate?
0: What do you mean? Does God weigh his options or something?
15: Correct. Yeah, does God say, "Okay, I'm weighing this option and guess what, I have made a decision. Uh killing is wrong or uh,
13: or murder is wrong." Not Would you it? it, we is, have, it, it wrong. wouldn't be wrong for him.
9: Would you no, be I'm able to show us that? that would, you, would you be able to show us this in the scripture? I mean, look, if you if we're gonna be judging uh, God, and I'm not getting upset or anything, Jason, but just encourage you. I hope to encourage you. Like normally, like Nate uh, and others, when we speak to other uh, sects of religions, right? We won't speak presumptuously and ignorantly. Like for example, right? Speaking to a Hindu, I wouldn't know what to say. Uh, as far as you know. A lot of things. But if I wanted to speak to them, I would go and study their sources, right? And try to get to know how to reach them and meet them at their lines. I'd encourage you to please try to do that same thing so that um, we can actually have a conversation where we can understand things. So if we're going to bring up like that, you know, can he do this? Can he do that? Can you find out? And then come come and bring us uh, an argument. Because no matter what we say, you're not going to be... Satisfied, friend.
0: Well, and there's some things that I mean, we just don't know, right? So the answer, like, do we know the mind of God? No, right? we so know like, He doesn't well, deliver What? 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 I mean, I'm I'm trying nah, to I'm trying to, yeah, ju- sorry, I'm trying dude, to say, sorry, like, if we're right. if we're on a piece of if we're on a piece of paper, and you won't you won't even walk up to the line that you believe in a God, but you want to you know ask these Christians, uh, you know, all which is fine. I mean, ask a Christian, that's why we're here. But you you want to ask all these things that our own Bible. I agree with you, I'll be, God doesn't deliberate, but just for a general reference, you won't even walk up to the line where you believe God exists. But then you ask Christians all this other stuff about the intricate workings and mind of God. And a lot of this stuff, like God and the Bible just says, this is how it is because it's how it is. And it doesn't tell us a whole lot about the inner workings of this God that you don't even believe in. So if you won't even walk up to the God line, well, I mean, it's not, we can't, it's just speculation many times if we try to walk up to the well, I know the mind of God line, I don't know if that helps or makes it worse, but it's kind of where we are. Like, I would, I love to say what the Bible says all day long, but if the Bible doesn't directly speak to something, then it's just conjecture and there's no benefit to, to really talking about it because who knows if we're right or wrong.
9: Yeah. And I, I agree with that analogy, walking up to that God line, you know, and we know, like in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 13 and 14, mm-hmm. who who is instructed or counseled? the spirit of the Lord who has taught him anything, right? So the point is this, meet us at our line.
15: Well, um, I have read the Bible in some aspects, but I don't think that me reading the Bible is a response to my questions. Like I've I've asked some questions. If you have a response, that's great. But if the response is, look, you just need to go read the Bible. Then I wouldn't consider that an actual response to what I'm saying.
0: Oh, I agree. But, I mean, if you ask us, you know, like like, eh, explain the, I don't know, explain something super hard, uh, like so, something super deep in theology, well, you're not going to get a satisfactory answer because even Christians don't know that. The answer Christians will give is we don't know. God doesn't like put his brain on display. He just says this. So, I mean, I, I think the best teacher is God himself. So it, it's like trying to explain even Christians, right? Because it's, it's dumb of us to speak for something. So if you ask a question that, that is totally conjecture, and the Bible says nothing about it, well, then we're all all just going to be disappointing you. Um, But if you ask something that's relevant, like, I don't know, start with Jesus. Start with the actual main thing Christians do know and do do have a lot of information about because God is like, hey, this is the one thing, this is the biggest thing in the universe you could possibly know. This is the most important thing. I will tell you tons about this. Here, I'll even put it in a book for you. Go share it with the world. But then if we're like, okay, Jesus, sweet. Okay, he's great. But okay, let's talk about, you know, the trinity and you know explain how you can be the alpha and omega the beginning and the end even though you have no beginning and no end how do you explain that ah contradiction um do you see what i'm saying i'm not trying to be a jerk but i mean it's like the things you should know we have tons of information about the things that god's like you don't this matters nothing well we have next to nothing to go about it's just our opinion
9: and, and Nate, so in other words, Deuteronomy twenty nine, twenty nine: the secret things belong to the Lord, right?
0: I mean, it's That's, not a bad way to go. I mean, I think a secular way of saying that, looking at our Bible, would be: well, if the Bible's silent, maybe we should be. Maybe you are silent, silent.
9: Well, exactly. Amen.
0: But on that note, I'm going to run away now. I, I've, I've overstayed. I'll be have fun whenever you guys have to leave. I, I don't know if Steph's like going to shave her head if you do post a picture. <laughs> um <laughs>
10: No, not yet. We survived. Uh, Everyone is good. Yeah, so
0: when, whenever you guys gotta leave, just shut down the shut down the room and have fun. I was gonna like <laughs> spam invite a bunch. Oh, Jeremy is up here and study. Oh, other people came in. Yeah,
9: take All it right, away. Buddy. Have fun, guys. God bless you.
0: Oh, and if you'd like to take us with you on the road and hear us fight about God, askachristian.podbean.com dot podbean dot com. So uh, take us with you, and we're we're guaranteed to introduce uh,
8: some road rage to your daily drive. Peace. God bless you, brother. God bless you.